0: i
1: Welcome everybody to episode 108 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today we're going to be talking about Pikmin 3. I know it's been out for about a week and a half, but we wanted to do our listener's choice for last week because it was our two year anniversary of of the launch of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We also wanted to be able to have a little more time with it. I didn't get my copy of Pikmin 3 till Wednesday. Uh, it turns out I didn't end up getting that much more time to play it but hey (laughs) I still played enough to get a good feel for it so that's going to be our primary topic for the day Uh, does anyone have anything to tease
2: yes um, the bridge I played Mm -hmm. and I also played the new Madden demo on Xbox 360 okay
1: excellent. Um,
3: I also played a little bit of the bridge Bridge. and uh, Papers Please is another one I played which (sighs) I can't wait to talk about I've an, um, I've,
1: I've, that looks really good.
3: Yeah. If, if this excited. is your first time listening to this episode, please just listen to the point where we talk about papers, please, because it's a really cool game. Yeah. And also, I played a little Alan Wake, uh, Will's recommendation, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: And some Mikey Hook on my iPhone.
3: Mikey Hook, huh? Yeah. Okay.
1: Raw, right, you will. Uh, I
4: did, honestly did not play anything. I've been pretty busy. Yeah, I didn't
1: I don't have anything to tease either. So, uh, let's get into nibble bits. Eric, what do you got for nibble bits?
2: I've actually got 5 even with a short week. Nice. Jeez. Um, let's see Rayman Legends demo is coming on August 20th to PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry for your P- PC fans. It's not coming for that, I guess. That's okay. Um, I thought this was kind of cool Rockstar launched an interactive travel log. Uh, and I guess it's just kind of like stuff you can expect in the game, so if you can't wait for that, check that one out. Uh, let's see, Microsoft, Dan, this is going to be your chance, well, I don't know, we're going to talk later about what your thoughts are on uh-huh. the Xbox now, but uh, if you're not going to get one still, the Xbox One controller's going to be available for PC next year, uh-huh. and they're working on drivers to make it compatible with 360 games for PC also. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Um, let's see, what else? Microsoft is promising some exciting news, is how they put it, at Gamescom. Um, I guess they're doing their own kind of thing on Tuesday the 20th, where they're going to talk about games, and then, I think the show starts on the 21st, I'm not sure. Exactly. But, they have promised some exciting news, so I guess that's something to look forward to, and something we're going to talk about later, um, Connect is no longer mandatory for your Xbox One. Uh Uh-huh. And that's all we'll tell you about that now. Yep, we're
1: going to talk about that <laughs> later without question. Yeah. So, Okay, that's it for me. Excellent. Corey, what do you got for us?
5: I just have
3: one, Dan. Uh-huh. The creator of Thomas Was Alone announced his new game today, actually. Uh, the creator's name was Mark Bithell. It, it was a one-man project uh, with Thomas Is Alone, and his new game is called Volume. It is a top-down stealth game with no killing, uh-huh. and the way the, the gameplay works is that you have to avoid your your robot enemies by uh manipulating sound, and I watched one of the early gameplay trailers for it um it looks pretty cool it it looks like obviously uh metal Gear kind of solid inspired stealth, but like i said you, there's no killing or anything and you can you can target sound as if you were like shooting a gun so you can ricochet sound to confuse your enemies and stuff it looks looks really cool nice. but uh that's coming out in 2014. Right now, it's only confirmed for PC. I assume it will be out on PlayStation 4, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's
0: that. Cool. Okay.
1: I also only have one nibble bit. Uh, when I found out we were recording today, I quick, quick <laughs> <scrounged> something up. <laughs> yep. um, my only nibble bit is that Dragon Age Inquisition will not feature Morrigan as a playable character. Uh, that's a, a kind of a disappointment for for fans of Dragon Age like me who are in love with Morgan, uh, But, you know, I, I guess she's going to feature prominently in the story, so that'll be okay, I guess. We'll, we'll see how it will. Does that how... mean
3: she can't be a love interest?
1: I don't know. She's just They just said she's not a playable character. But, she, like I said, she will be uh, playing a significant role. So we'll see how that goes. I, I still have to play the, um, the DLC that kind of talks about her a little bit for... For Dragon Age Origins, I got the Ultimate Edition from Steam, so maybe I'll play that sometime this fall, too. So, Yep, that's my only new one. Will, what do you got?
4: Um, I have two. Uh, the first one is the Xbox 360 update, and then the one that's going to be coming shortly. Uh, it's finally getting rid of the Microsoft Points system at long last. Um, one thing to know about that is the Microsoft Points that you have are going to be turned into the currency of whatever country you're in. So, you know, if you have you know, a thousand Microsoft points, that's, you know, twelve dollars or however much it's supposed to be. So that'll be converted to that, but um, that currency that gets converted will expire June first of two thousand and fifteen, so you have to spend that. The why next would it expire? Two, two yeah, years
0: have,
2: I know it's two years, but why the hell would that even
4: expire? I have no idea. Yeah, it should just like stay in your account. Like, like it would normally. Maybe Are you gonna maybe...
2: take my money away for what reason? Well, it might Microsoft. Ha- it might
1: have something to do with them inflation but that wouldn't make sense because then
4: you know you just po- po- add more points, money points become less valuable well it's microsoft they'll just reverse on it later right that's true
2: <laughs> let you keep it
4: <laughs> they're nah, know I end up letting you it. keep it <laughs> okay anyway my next one uh is the madden 25 demo is now out for the playstation 3 and xbox 360 this is one of those nibble bits that i decided to get the last second because we're mm-hmm. recording today uh-huh. but i know eric played that so he'll talk about it later all right how was your week Will? My week was busy. I did I like I worked a lot and stuff like that. But the one thing I want to talk about is I had my orientation for college today. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I'm going to B- BCC or it's now called SUNY Broom. Really? Yeah, uh, they changed the name of it. Trying to fool people, pretty much. So <laughs> me and my one friend. Today I went to orientation, it was from 10 to 4, and we're saying, oh my god, I hope it doesn't last until 4, that's a waste of time for us, we just want to make our schedules, we don't care about all the orientation stuff, like, looking around campus, like, it's broom, it's not that big.
1: You'll figure it out when you get there.
4: Exactly, it's not that big of a deal, I don't need to get, you know, talk to the counselors about every little thing, like, I don't care, I just want to make my schedule, that's the, you know, the big deal. So we get there at 10, or it was was at, like, 9.30 and I already started, so that was alright, um. Me and my friend got there. Uh, we signed in. My friend's name was not on the list already. Hey. So it was a good start. So he had to tell him the, his name, and they had to add him on there and stuff like that. So we're going through these. They gave us, like, a bingo card. Like, we got, like, a, a drawstring bag and with, like, a bunch of stuff in it. And then they gave us a bingo card. And what you had to do is you had to go around to all the different, like, stations set up and talk to the people there about what they do at the college, and they would sign your bingo card. And if you got bingo... They gave you a shirt. You'd take the card and you'd get a free. A Shuni Broom shirt. Yeah, but it was like a, you know those one. I don't know if you guys had this in high school, but girls have these shirts that they like have blank stuff on them and they like write stuff on it. Yeah. It's like stuff like that. It was like that type of shirt. Huh.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. But it sounds terrible. A blank shirt that you write on with a marker.
4: Yeah, like it's like that, but it was, the print on it, like it was. I'll show you the shirt. Okay. Sometime I might. I'll wear it to work on Thursday and okay. you'll see it. But uh. It's not it's not like a shirt I was expecting. I was expecting like one of the horn like a Hornet logo on it yeah, at, at the very least. Their no. shirts are nice actually. <laughs> so. Nice video,
2: Corey. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh god. Anyway, so we did that. And we were just we were, me and my friend were both like, man, I just want to get back to work. Like, can we make our schedule? So we we had to go to different workshops next. So we had to choose three workshops that we had to go to. So we did the financial aid one, which was a waste for me because 'cause I'm not getting any, so what was the point? Yeah. Um And then the next one was the black and gold tour, and we got a tour of the entire campus. And that took, like, 40 minutes. Impressive, isn't she? It was ridiculous. Beautiful. Grand. (laughs) And then the last one was the athletics (laughs) stuff, which that was pretty interesting, talking to some of the coaches about, you know, the athletics. Even though it's only, like, a community college, it's still cool to talk sports with whoever. Yeah. so from there we had – then it was like lunchtime. Lunchtime was fine because I had speedies, uh, salad, macaroni salad, and like a cookie. So that was fine. And then the next part was the, the big shebang was to make the schedule. So me and my friend walked over to – we're the first ones there to get into the room where they gave us like the hour and a half to two-hour like – I don't even know, like the seminar. They yeah. talked about everything. Uh his name once again was not on the list <laughs> so <laughs> anyway he go we go in there and sit down we're the first two in there, and we had to go sit through the hour and a half presentation,, Ugh. which was brutal, like how did you manage to stay awake? Well, I had gotten up at four thirty that day and went to work, and like while I was mowing, it absolutely poured, yeah, so I mowed in the rain for like five ten minutes, and I was like, I was like drained already from yeah. that, so I had to sit through an hour and a half long presentation. I was like falling asleep. So then they hand us out the manila folders with all of our college credits and stuff like that and what transferred over and what didn't and stuff like that. Um, my friend didn't get a folder. Right, because he wasn't on anybody's list. <laughs> list. So he didn't get a folder. Um, I ended up getting a folder. And uh, we get we get separated into groups. Each advisor took two to three to four kids, you know, depending on... You know how many were there? Uh-huh. Uh, down to the computer lab to sign up for the uh, our classes, and my advisor was the person who uh, talked to us during the the presentation, which he was all right. Like I didn't, I didn't mind him as an advisor. So I made my schedule. Um, my friend went down to his group and. They told him that they went to go get his folder, and they told him he didn't have to take placement tests or anything like that because he was in, like, honors English and math and stuff like that. Right. But he didn't take math a senior year, so they told him he didn't need to bother with the placement test or anything. They come back to him and tell him that he has not been officially accepted because he hasn't taken a placement test. So that day for him was not— A complete waste? It was a complete waste. Oh, man. And they're like, we can schedule a placement test for you tomorrow. And he goes, no, I'm not interested in coming here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not he's not even gonna go to college now he's okay. just like he take said, off, he said screw it yeah
2: it was like assassin's creed 3 for dan yeah, yeah. So he said fuck it i'm quitting everything <laughs> rage yeah. rage quit it's, college
4: that's pretty much what he did and i didn't know because we were in separate groups so he like i took a long time making my schedule because i wanted tuesday and thursday classes mainly i will talk about my schedule in a second because yeah. i wanted to work monday wednesday friday yeah and saturday so that's what i was trying to go for and a lot of the classes that i thought that i really wanted to take were like booked yeah so I had to take a bunch of dumb classes that I didn't really want to take but that's alright it was high school for me in a nutshell right but um so he was done like I took like an hour and a half to make my schedule so he had to just hang out so he was sitting there for that oh. long and yeah, I his felt,
2: former alma mater yeah and I felt <laughs> right. I felt bad for him And but
4: <laughs> the entire time like we're going through our orientation we're like this is college this is like stupid yeah and like we kept on saying I just want to go back to high school yeah which I never thought I'd say but like I was so unimpressed with college yeah uh. Like I was like I was looking through my classes and I was just like I don't want to take any of these. Yeah. And I just cuz like my schedule starts out I have to take a class I really don't want to take which is Contemporary World Issues cuz I have to take a social science class.
2: <laughs> they're not <laughs> going to talk about any of the real ones. Right. No,
4: they're not. And it's going to be
2: prop- <laughs> You should bring them in yourself. Say you know, I just thought today we should talk about this. Yeah.
4: And and basically it's going to be like the teacher talking about their political stance. That's yeah. what's just going to happen. I'm just going to be like I don't care. So that's going to be frustrating. Then the next class I take is biology, which you know that that'll be fine. Yeah. Um. I get oh I get to school at like eight to take that class, and then I jump mm. into biology, um, okay. which is all right. And then on Tuesdays after biology I have biology lab. So because you have to take one lab, so that's fine. I and took astronomy. Did you for my lab science? See, I want to take astronomy. I have to take two lab sciences, so my next one might be astronomy.
1: Yeah, it was good. I didn't get that far.
4: <laughs> Dan didn't last. <laughs> Bless <laughs> nope. your heart. But um, and then my next class, I think I have a break, and then I take English, where English one eleven, uh-huh. and then after that I take something stupid, and then my day is done. I'll be home by like six on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then on Wednesdays in a week I have a class from six p.m. to eight fifty p.m. All oh, the night a, classes are sweet. In a week yeah, in a week So are they sweet? Yeah. I'm glad glad to hear that then and it's on like I was talking to the counselor and he was trying to tell me my classes and he asked my interest off campus yeah so well he was going over all the social studies and I was talking about what I was interested in and I told him he's like what do you want to do I'm like to be honest I just want to make a lot of money I don't really care I just want to get to that point Yeah. so he's like alright well what are some of your interests so I told him like some of my history like what I found interesting and he tried to set me up with uh, like World War 2 classes and stuff like that but it wouldn't fit my schedule it would have to be like a like a uh, Wednesday at like ten. Yeah. And I was just not, just like, that's yeah. not worth it. So I was just like, all right, I'll take this Native American uh, class on you know history on that. And uh-huh. I was like, mm, whatever, I don't really care. Like
1: night classes are nice though because they're they're even less formal than your day
2: classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a teacher fearless. doesn't want to be there anymore than you do. Yeah, exactly. So, so a lot
1: of times they'll they'll cut it short and you mm-hmm. won't have to be there for the full three hours. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah.
4: But yeah, so I, that that's my schedule. It's, uh, that's Wednesday night at um, six to eight fifty. But um, I mean, overall, don't not caring too. I haven't, like I said, I can't really officially say because I haven't like had a class there. Yeah. But the few times I've been at Broome, I'm just like, this sucks. Like yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I like going in like for college. Like I didn't want to do it, but I was like, you know, I have to. That's the only reason why I'm going. Is yeah. Like, you pretty much have to. Yeah. And that sucks. I hate that. Yeah. But whatever. I do what I gotta do.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: Just Sounds like on.
4: your
3: uh, your mind and attitude is in the right place, Will. Is in the right place or isn't? <laughs> is.
4: Is, I mean, it, yeah, you're right. It isn't, but um, you know, I'm I'm still gonna try.
2: I think your dude's perfect for it, Will.
4: <laughs> think so. Yeah. Cause, like I said, my goal is to get into BU. That's what well, I want to do. Oh, so I have to, I have to work hard.
2: You'll muscle through it. No, you don't. Yeah. To, at BCC, man, you don't have to work that hard. You'll get good grades without working that hard. You'll have to work hard to BU. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah I know that. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm ready for that. But yeah, but yeah, you know.
2: No, that's a good plan to get to BU because it's pretty that's easy a good, to transfer from there. That, that's that's a, what I heard. BU is a good school. That's so.
4: one thing that deterred me from TC three. Yeah, because yeah. I was just like, it's easier to get from BCC to BU because they have an easy transfer program. Yeah, right. they do. So I, I mean, I just gotta have a you know a high GPA for BCC, which you said is seems easy. For what you'll program? Be, you'll be fine. Uh, I'm going for liberal arts right now, but I only want to do that for, like, a semester or two and then choose something. You don't know what, though? Yeah, I don't know why. I'm hoping that, um, I figure something out soon. Corey's telling me computer sciences, which is one that I'm thinking. I might take an elective next semester on computer stuff.
1: If you're decent at math, you can do engineering, too. That's a... Good field to yeah, get into. Yeah,
4: that's another one. Also, I thought I bombed my placement test. I think I talked about it on the on this that I thought I failed it. It turns out I didn't do that bad. I didn't find out my score, but he was telling me that I would have been in a 100 math class, which I thought I wouldn't have touched. Yeah. So I was happy to. See I didn't that. make a
2: 100 math class. 90. Yeah, that's what was worse.
4: Yeah. Uh, 80s the worst. No, I made 90s. 90. Yeah, that's fine then. That's just to brush up
2: i was only
1: in a math class for like two classes and then for whatever reason i was done
3: really oh it's because you stopped going
1: no it was it it wasn't that i don't remember it was my first semester maybe there was a scheduling conflict or something Mm -hmm. but i wasn't in it for very long yeah okay
4: but, yeah, um, a couple good things about my schedule is I have random breaks. Like, I, get, I think I get uh, – I don't have a class because I'm carpooling with one of my friends, and he has classes all day from, like, 8 to 6 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I have two breaks in the middle of, like, at the, like, out 11 maybe around that time yeah. until, like, one fifty or something like that. So I, I have a break then that I can do, like – homework you, stuff that I, need.
1: I I used to go nap in my car yeah i can well, do that that's dude. what i did
2: during class right but will's just gonna go to the ice center and think about what could have been
4: <laughs> you know what i'm honestly the most excited i've been with this cold college thing is going to the ice center and thinking about like doing the skate with friends like you know the open skate and like have all my friends go there and uh next semester we have to take a gym uh-huh. so we're gonna all take basic ice skating because it's a full credit and yeah. we need a full gym credit Corey,
2: so. you took that didn't you
4: took what ice basic ice skating, ice skating? sure did yeah my favorite class was it your favorite class yeah all right because that's what i'm gonna take next semester and it's gonna be uh me my friend johnny you guys know all of them uh yeah. johnny evan tim dakota and my friend ryan so not, it's, it's hard to not get dakota into, he'll be in it yeah well yeah no. you're right not anymore
1: oh he was <laughs> the guy maybe next year
4: yeah if he ends up going right but uh but yeah, we're all gonna pick that class like as soon as it's available, so we all can get into it. Cause that's what ha- we're gonna take it this year. But uh, uh, me and a couple other people were a little too late to get to it. Okay. But well, the the way they
3: the way you pick your classes is the higher seniority goes first. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So next year we'll have an easier time. Yeah,
4: next year we'll have an easier time. But yeah, so that's what we're gonna try for. But yeah, college, man, mm-hmm. don't really care. Okay. Just want to get it done.
1: Yeah. Okay. What about you,
2: Eric? What do you got for us? Uh I wanted to talk a little bit TV programming. Huh. Uh I got back into Breaking Bad today. Uh season The new five. season just started. Well, yeah, I started season 5 recently went up on Netflix. Oh, okay. So uh I I just picked that back up. It's such a good show. Yeah. The intensity that they build. Yeah. Just through like silence. Yeah. There's a lot of silence in that show and I didn't realize it until somebody on Twitter pointed it out. But uh yeah, they said something like, "Wow, this is uh some great acting, especially for a show that's fifty percent silence. I was gonna
1: say because you know that that requires good actors. Like most television shows, you couldn't get away with any silence. Right. But Brian because, Cranston, because yeah, Brian Cranston's so good.
2: Yeah. Um. Also, I watched the second and third episodes of Drunk History uh-huh. last night. What a fucking great show! Is that, that is. on Netflix too? No, it's on Hulu. Oh, I don't have. Yeah, I only have it right now because of that, but I'm going to cancel it shortly. Uh But uh, Drunk History is great. If you haven't watched it, please do so. Corey, have you watched it at all?
3: Yeah, we talked about it last week or two weeks ago. Did you watch any more of it? No, just that one episode. Okay.
2: I'd love for you to watch more of it. Watch the Chicago episode. That was my favorite one so far. Okay. There's a guy at the end, the last guy that talks. He talks about the Haymarket Riot, I think it was. And uh, he reminds me of Jared and his his brother Jordan, kinda. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's so good. And I think the only other thing I want to talk about is I went to GameStop today and I traded in seven games. Um, I didn't get as much as I was hoping, but I mean, you know, you get what you you ask for there at GameStop. So yeah. I had about 80 <laughs> bucks for them, and I've only got 177 bucks left to pay off of my PS4. My girlfriend's awesome. giving me 100 of that, so I'm sitting pretty right now, and nice. all that money I saved up is going to end up not being used for my PS4, so that's well, good. Well, you can buy yourself another present with that. Yeah. Maybe maybe an Xbox. Well, maybe a computer. I do want a PC. Yeah. I talked to, to her about that today. But um, the only other thing about my trip to GameStop is I had pretty much talked myself into getting Payday 2 while I was there, and... Something happened, apparently, with the shipping of hard copies of that game. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I don't know what happened, because they said it wasn't just them. Um, Apparently, whoever was supposed to ship the game just didn't, <laughs> and it got kind of lost. Wow. <laughs> um, So they said they should have it later in the week.
0: Oh, that's how's, awful. How's that happen? I
2: don't know, because I was like, hey, did you, any of you guys play Payday 2? And they're like, no, I haven't played it yet. It's, uh... It's Del- not out yet. It's and I go, delayed. wait, I thought it came out today. He's like, ah, it got delayed. And I was like, weird.
4: Weird. It's out on Steam. I just saw this morning.
2: Yeah, I, that's the only way you could play it today, apparently.
4: see, He when- told you it got delayed?
2: Yeah, I, that's what he said.
4: When I remember when they announced a release date. They said on Steam it would be August 13th. And the rest would be from the thirteenth to the sixteenth, if I remember correctly. What the which the fuck is with that? Which is stupid. I don't understand why it would be like that. I really have no idea.
2: Well, I don't know. Apparently, they were supposed to have some today, and that didn't work out. But huh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little sketchy about getting that game. Anyway, yeah, uh, you can Nelson. you can download um digital copies. Obviously, you
4: can get. But Michael Nelson made a good point. Some guy just went rogue with the truck full of Didn't games. Didn't that happen <laughs> with another game? No, somebody crashed into the vehicle to knock it off the road and people stole from it. That's right. <laughs> it was Call of Duty, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was,
2: Call of, it was Call of Duty. They did it on purpose. <laughs>
0: yeah, It was a
4: heist. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There, That'd be the game to do it with.
2: I'm a little nervous about getting that game, though, without having any friends getting it on console because it's the such AI, a teamwork.
4: Yeah, the AI, does, the AI, like computers, just stand outside the store and let you do everything. Yeah. While you're to if any band. of
2: our listeners are going to get it, let me know which system, and I'll get it for that one. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's it for me. Okay. How about you, Corey?
3: Um, not not much for me. I came home um, last Friday, Thursday. I was home and hung out up there for the weekend, and sort of realized how old I was getting while I was there.
2: Yeah, Just preaching to the choir, bud. Yep.
3: No, no, there was nobody around. Nobody really wanted to hang out. Eric asked a couple times, but.
2: Didn't materialize.
4: Didn't materialize. Well, you gave the possibly answer, and that means well, no. It's because
2: I had to work <laughs> the next morning, and I'm getting old. I used to just say, eh, "Fuck it, work, going yeah, to wait." True, you know.
1: We went out for breakfast, though.
3: We yeah, did have, we did. We did get that breakfast. Was the highlight of the weekend. That yeah. was rough,
4: though. I was <laughs> up on twenty-five, six hours straight, straight and awake. Well, didn't sleep that night. No, that I rough. felt like a million bucks. Yeah, I drive Corey home drunk, and he passed out. So it was just me driving oh, in the thick fog. We'll pulled
3: out of your driveway, I was out. You didn't
1: pass out, you fell asleep.
3: No, you passed yeah. out. I. What do you mean? I reclined my seat and yeah. went to sleep.
1: Passing out is when you just drop. There's a difference. Well,
4: yeah. I don't know. I, all I'm going to say is Corey told me to take a left and told me I'd figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was fun. Yeah.
2: You didn't get Taco Bell that night, correct, Corey?
3: Sure didn't get Taco Bell, but Will bought me breakfast the next morning to make up for it. That was nice.
2: After of you. driving your drunk ass home?
4: I felt bad. We always get Taco Bell, but I just you was not feeling bad. it. It was well, late. What a
2: guy you are, Will.
4: It was, it, like was one, it, was, it was after
1: 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah,
4: and the member guest was the next day, and I was yeah. like, I need to get to sleep. Didn't sleep anyway. Because so we had to matter. be to work at 5. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, question Was I drunk all
3: weekend? No, I was just drunk Friday night. I tried to drink on Saturday. Uh, I had a glass of scotch out by the pool. But I was like, "Why? Why am I doing this?" And I just didn't yeah. have any other one.
2: I was really I was... hoping we were gonna get some magic or Ibn Abin Corey. Oh,
3: magic. Yeah, I didn't feel like driving back into town. No. I mean, you said you had to work the next morning. Fair enough. Um, so there was that, and then Saturday or Sunday, I got home early. I took the early, one of the earliest buses back to Brooklyn, and had almost the whole day to play games. And got myself in one of those situations where everything I started up playing, I was like, I don't really feel like playing this. Okay. I went through about 10 different games before I finally settled on Alan Wake, which Uh I played like three hours of. Cool. Um, But I I booted up pretty much everything on my Steam list, including Dark Souls, which uh, I was kind of all gung ho to play, and then it made me input my Games for Windows Live login credentials to play it. Oh, no. That's the worst. (laughs) I was just like, nope. Off.
1: Oh, that sucks because that that makes a lot of games crash. Yeah, that's why I couldn't play Dirt Three. Was because Dark of Souls that.
3: Dark Souls is a notorious crasher. Oh boy. Uh, there's like a there's a community Dan. I don't you you might know this, but there's a community community mod for Dark Souls that you need to install before you start playing it. Otherwise, you'll have a terrible experience.
1: Okay, I'll look that up when I get around to playing it. So okay. Anything else, Corey? Nah. nah. Okay. I actually have nothing to talk about. I didn't, haven't done any anything interesting in the past four days. So, uh, yeah. The music you're going to be hearing during the break is by the band Danger Kids, who have a new album called Collapse coming out September 17th. The first song you're going to be hearing from them is a song Hostage, which is the newest single from their new CD, right? Yep. Okay. So you're going to be hearing Hostage during the break, and we'll be right back right after that.
0: This is what it all comes down to
1: Welcome back, everybody, to episode 108 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are going to be talking about Pikmin 3. This will be our first time that we ever talked about a launch Wii U title too. <laughs> it's a kind of a new, new, new development in our podcast history.
4: Crazy, yeah. underutilized, really. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a,
1: there's <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a few of them in the, in the upcoming months. you getting the wonderful 101. Yeah.
4: Have you got the demo for it. Yeah. No.
1: I kind of want to be surprised. I do,
4: too, because I'm still debating if I want to get it. I'm definitely going to buy it, but... Maybe I'll get it, too, then. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, Pikmin 3. I didn't... Did anyone
1: play Pikmin 2? I played the first Pikmin. I haven't played no Pikmin. Okay. Corey, did you play Pikmin 1 or 2? No.
0: No? I
3: don't
1: think so. Okay. I played Pikmin 1. Um, Not that that's related, but basically in this one, you are three outer space explorers who kind of crash land on a planet they're looking for a new home planet basically so you you crash land on this planet and uh to make a long not a long story short but a short story even shorter you you know the pikmin are kind of the native and some of the native inhabitants on this on this new planet that you come up and and uh they kind of help you along with your with your journey.
4: So yeah, because you get separated from your crew when yep. you crash land.
1: Yep, you, you get separated from from your from your crew when you when you crash land. I I want to try and compare this a little bit to the first Pikmin because I I didn't play Pikmin two at all, but I also played the first Pikmin like it was before I moved out, so eight nine years ago. Oh wow, it's been a while. Yeah, uh,
3: I feel like I remember teasing you for playing that. Probably,
1: I had it for my GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. If that if that gives you any indication to how old it was.
2: Pikmin one with uh Graham. Oh yeah. Graham was, was big on into Pikmin. Episode 13, 7? thirteen. Thirteen.
1: 13. Yeah. He was on the man, the myth, the legend yeah.
2: episode. It was his copy.
1: So yeah, Pikmin basically it's it's kind of like a strategy, an action strategy game, uh where you control you control your Pikmin, basically. Uh it's got a little 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 puzzle.
4: Elements action to it, yeah. pu- puzzle
1: elements. Um yeah, so so there's different types of Pokemon, or Pokemon, <laughs> I knew I was going to say that. Uh, there's different types of Pikmin. Uh, the different colored Pikmin have different abilities. The red Pikmin are resistant to fire. There's rock Pikmin, which are, like, gray. They, uh, they do a lot of damage when you throw them at things or will break, like, glass, glass windows. Yeah. Uh, yellow Pikmin are resistant to electricity. That's actually as far as I've gotten. The, what, yeah, you've got there's, it further than me. There's, there's blue
4: Pikmin. There's blue Pikmin. There's flying Pikmin. There's I don't know if there's any more after that. I
1: think that's it. I think there's five different kinds. Okay. So they uh, they all have a, a different thing that they're they're good, good at, at. Uh, to help you in your in your mission. Uh, what your goal basically is to at least that I've gotten so far. I've maybe played about two hours. Your goal is to uh, gather fruit for food um and 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 find all your companions and and figure out how to get get off the the island i'm about it's separated into days i'm on the day number five
4: really i think yeah i'm i think three or four
1: okay uh like i said i played about two hours um so
3: you guys are only three days in
1: five days five days days.
3: that's that's like how far i played yeah oh i I figured you guys would would have played a lot more i would have i was I gonna would've.
1: play i was gonna play a lot more tomorrow but <laughs> we were had to record early so um yeah I, I played about five days like it's probably about two hours yeah um I, i'm told that the campaign's eight to ten so about a quarter of the little quarter maybe a little less of the way through uh but yeah you, you're there's a day and night cycles and actually you have to uh you have to get all your 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 progress done during the day because at night there's too many quote-unquote predators so uh you gotta make sure you round up all your pikmin and get them onto the spaceship uh bef- before nighttime otherwise any ones you leave behind are are gonna get killed are gonna get killed which is sad to see a pikmin die yeah i i had a, a mishap today when i was playing <laughs> and i killed a bunch of my poker or poker pikmin <laughs> pokémon uh, pokémon
3: did it have anything to do with captain charlie no
4: i haven't gotten him yet
3: in the worm you no. oh you've just
4: been going back and exploring. Yeah. That's what I, I've been doing I, too. I
1: went back and explored some of the areas that I that our Ed had, had already been to to yeah. kinda make sure I find all the fruit and stuff. That's
4: what I'm doing too. So I lost mine. I was trying to throw it across a bridge because a broken bridge because I wanted to get something over there and I missed and it fell in the water. Oh and, and I was yeah, frantically water. blowing my whistle to get it and I like could jump out but fall back in and it just died and the little ghost flew up. I was like,
0: Oh Yeah. No
1: yeah. I had a, a mishap with bombs. I picked up bombs but i didn't realize they were bombs and i accidentally dropped them in my group of pikmin and <laughs> it blew up and killed most of them most of my pikmin that i had it was like 40 of them oh my god that it took out and i was like oh
3: dan yeah if it makes you feel any better i had a pikmin total party wipeout
0: um, oh
1: did you with TPW. 100 pikmin really just
3: the max you can have okay at any given time
1: be was it how did you manage that
3: i ran into an enemy i wasn't prepared for um and I didn't know how to beat, so it was like a learning process, but in that learning process he murdered all my Pikmin.
0: Oh boy.
1: That's sad. It it's kinda hard to build them back up too. It's it's kinda slow going. Yeah.
3: Yeah. At least it's slow going. But it's not I mean, I think that's one of the things that it from a design perspective, they needed to watch out for, and I don't think they made it too much of a pain in the balls to rebuild right. it, but just enough that you want to be careful with them. Which yeah, I think is a good, ba- good balance to strike.
1: Yeah, they're not an unlimited resource in the game, right? I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the way the way the way the controls work is you you move your character around with the left trigger. You kind of aim, or, uh, you you move and aim kind of with the same same, same stuff. The left stick. Uh, you can rotate the camera with the right stick. Uh, you press the right. I never know how the the right Z button. It's yeah. stupid how they have it. it ZR. It's like R two. It's R two on uh, on like PlayStation. PlayStation or, or RB or the right oh, trigger on right Xbox. Trigger. Yeah, on normal um, controller. Right, right on, on <laughs> normal controllers, and that's that's what you blow your whistle to get the attention of your Pikmin and to get them to come to you because you can press B to dismiss them, and they'll they'll group up into into groups uh, based on color. Um, you also have uh, three different. Uh, like main characters, three different main characters. They were like Olimar from the first Pikmin,
3: uh, but the or, uh, three different uh, s- slave drivers, if yeah, you will. yeah, slave masters. Yeah,
1: I could see that. Uh, that, that you can use to control, you know, you can you know, throw one of them up on a platform that you wouldn't otherwise be able to access. So, uh, that's helpful. And then you, pre- you press A to throw your Pikmin. So, when you aim with the, the left stick. You you know you aim at your your target, which is either a bad guy or like a piece of fruit, and you fling your Pikmin with the A button, and then you could switch what type of what what type of Pikmin you throw by pressing the left bumper.
3: How did you guys feel about the controls? Left one. I
1: thought the controls were fine. The- I never came. Ac- I haven't come across yet an uh, an area where I thought they didn't work for me
4: i like them too i think they're pretty solid the only thing i don't like about it is the aiming the aiming's kind of hard yeah when you're trying to hit a smaller enemy with like a rock pikmin yeah it's kind of hard to hit it right and i know that nice if...
1: you can lock on what you can lock on to a bad guy really yeah i saw that in the tips section and i don't but i don't remember what what the control was for it
3: That's i think once too. once you're hovered over him, you press the uh the button that switches the camera so you're facing forward okay that the l one of the l's i have no idea i can't remember but i i, I did it by mistake once that's how i knew but it, i would kind of wish just going off that because that's the one thing i found a little bit difficult too was target targeting uh an enemy that there was maybe just like a slight auto aim okay like there isn't halo maybe almost just very slight
1: yeah okay
3: something like that would be a little more helpful uh-huh. um but yeah, I, I think given what you have to do with your 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 character there, I think that the controls are as good as they can be.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen maybe some use of the gamepad for for aiming and throwing Pikmin. I think that would have been cool
4: instead of just a menu system.
1: Yeah, it's kind, it's kind of the 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 gamepad is kind of used as a map, which it is. There is some useful functions on that. Like if you want to go to a specific place, you can just scroll around on the map and select that spot. And your your party will automatically He's, go there, yeah. which is kind of nice. I've already used that a couple times.
3: And um, just going off that, Dan, you can what you can do because I, I imagine I didn't really get this far, but it gets to a point where you need different uh, groups of Pikmin. And what are, what are we gonna call them? What's the word for the three characters?
1: I have no idea. They have a name they have a name. The there's astronauts.
3: The blue guy's astronauts. Alf.
0: Alf, um, yeah. Alf, yeah. There's Alf, Brittany, there's, and Charlie. Yeah. yeah.
3: So so you know you want to. I assume it gets to a point where you want to split up your astronauts and Pikmin to be doing different things at different times. So what you can do is, like Dan said, you can drop a waypoint down on the map and send one of your characters and their group of Pikmin to a certain spot. And then while they're in transit, you can switch to another one, and it will tell you when that group arrives at the waypoint Mm -hmm. that you sent them to.
1: Which is actually pretty useful for, for that type of game, because I think if it's anything like the first game, you're going to get to a point where there's a ton going on. So it'll be it'll be nice to de- be able to divert up your your attention between the different uh, the different astronauts. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward there. to
4: getting later into the game. I'm yeah. going to play this game a lot. I think.
1: Okay. Uh, so I think that's pretty much all the controls, right? Yeah. I feel like there's something else. But yeah, uh, what, what what are you guys' thoughts so far, Corey? What do you think?
3: Ah, uh, I don't know. I I, I, th- I have this issue with Nintendo games anymore is, yeah, you know, it was fun, but I didn't feel like it really did anything too crazy new. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, they have this great little gamepad thing, and the only really cool thing about it was the drop the waypoint thing. Uh-huh. I didn't really notice much else. Um, I, I, I kind of wanted to feel like I could explore more than what, what they gave me. Yeah, I think that that's probably the most fun part of the game is the exploration and discovery. But
1: the environments you know, are just, really
3: cool. Yeah, it's just these these maze path kind of things that you're, it's not gonna it's not gonna take you much looking to find everything. I, I feel like anyway. I, granted, I've like Dan, I've only played like five days, but um, there's probably still a lot more to discover. I just I just feel I'm watching the video and somebody just dropped all their Pikmin into a pit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I liked it. I don't. I don't know. It's not a game that I want to buy a Wii U for. Um, and if I got a Wii U, I don't even know if I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was fun for the couple hours that I played. Okay. I, I think if you're into Pikmin, you should definitely get it. Yeah. Um, if you have a Wii U, you should consider getting it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you have a Wii U, it's definitely one to to look at. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed what I've played so far. I really uh, I really like the graphics too. I think the graphics are yeah, they're, very they're very pleasant looking. Yeah, they are. Um and and sharp compared to the other two Pikmin games. Um was there a Pik- was Pikmin 2 on the Wii? Mm. I think it was on
4: the Wii. No, was, I think it got re-released on the Wii. Oh, after GameCube. I think so. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, so far I really really like Pikmin 3. Like Corey... uh you know it's it's probably not a game to buy a wii u4 i would i would still hold off if you know if that was your goal was to get pikmin 3 or to get a wii u4 pikmin 3 yeah probably not quite there yet but it's a it's a
4: it's a really good game so far i I thoroughly enjoy it yeah I, i agree with you dan um I really like it. It's a good change of pace from what I've been playing. Like I've been playing Dynasty Warriors and yeah. stuff like that, and a little bit of Payday. So, you know, Pikmin is the type of game that you know I can play that's extremely different from everything else yeah. that I usually play. Yeah. So I really enjoy that the change of pace. And the only thing I haven't liked with it has been you know the aiming. But now that I know that you can lock on, uh-huh. I'll be able to have it a little bit easier. But yeah. uh, yeah, just like you, it's not a game that you should go out and buy a Wii U for, but right, solid. Yeah, Otherwise. it's got it's
1: got a nice it's got a nice ambiance. Yeah, the the, it does. the, the it's one of those games that has like not, not neat little tones and stuff. Like the I think the sound is very good on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that Nintendo charm. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something that they do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm with Corey too. I think it would benefit from being maybe a little more open. Yeah, maybe probably a bo- o- more open world Pikmin would be cool. Uh, but like Corey said, we're still Fairly early in the game, uh, I don't know.
5: Yeah, well, it, it may
1: open up a little bit, a little bit later on, but I have, haven't gotten that far yet. So, mm-hmm. really, uh, this episode's more my first impression so far.
4: Yeah, same here. So, and the whistle drives my mom crazy. Oh, does it? Yeah.
1: I could see that.
4: She's like, "Can you stop that whistle?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's part of the game." Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that. Olimar is in this game or isn't? I mean, I it's pretty not... pretty early on that you discover a trace of Olimar.
1: Oh, I really? I haven't come across that yet. Thanks, Corey.
3: You must have missed it. while wow. well, you saw it. The game is ruined. No, wait, what happened? There's a little. There's a hint of Olimar. I'm not sure to to what extent he's in this game.
4: Huh? What, wait, what was the hint? Do you remember?
3: Yeah, you pick up something, and it's it's uh, like a note or a data whatever, from Olimar.
1: Oh, I found those. I didn't know they were from Olimar.
4: Oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. Okay. It's the little Uh, like, looks like the memory card from uh, GameCube. Yeah, something like that.
3: Speaking of that, Dan, Pikmin 2, Wii, and GameCube.
1: Okay, so it did come out for GameCube and got re-released for the Wii. Or it might have been simultaneous. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on Pikmin?
3: I like when you get the juice.
1: Yeah yeah p- part of the cool thing is is getting the fruits and and I, it doesn't really have any effect on the game i don't think but uh your your fruit that you collect becomes juice and they mix different juices together
4: what happens um, if you don't have food do you die i'm not I sure don't know. i wondered that
1: because mm-hmm. you you could you could find out by wasting time and not gathering any fruit
4: i mean they're not going to show in pikmin somebody dying from starvation would they
1: i wouldn't think so
3: no if have you guys had any of your characters die no, is that possible? They get, if they do, they they get teleported to your little spaceship thing, and you lose them for the day until oh, they, so they don't recharge. Die. Oh, Okay,
4: oh, they don't die. Okay, huh?
1: All right, the uh, PG way. Any other thoughts on Pikmin? I don't think so. Okay, uh, yeah, but like I said, overall, I, I I I'm enjoying it so far. Hopefully, I'll have more played next week. I should have more played next week. I want to have this uh, Pikmin three and Rogue Legacy beaten. Whoa! By ne- well. I want to because Saints Row 4 is coming out next oh, week. Okay. So
4: You're not going to play that. Oh, yeah. Damn.
1: Right. Yeah, a week from today. Saints Man. Row 4.
4: My and Dan's goals be Pikmin for next week.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm going to try.
4: Yeah, we're going to you know try. What, you know what's nice about next week?
3: The boss is out of the office, so Ooh. that means that means I could probably pull a couple all-nighters that nice, week. Nice,
1: bro. Nice. Yeah, you know, Saints Row is a game that could get me to pull an all-nighter. No doubt.
4: I never want to do that again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our What We Played This Week. Right? That's the only thing we do next segment, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, The song you're going to be hearing during the break is from the Danger Kids. The song is Countdown. So we're going to be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 108 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played this week's segment. Eric, what do you got for us? Um, get us I'll, started?
2: I'll start with Madden. Okay. Um, Groundbreaking? Yeah, I didn't even know that the demo was out today until Will tweeted it. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing new to see here. I mean, they added some, like, different ways to do the jukes. They brought back the sprint button. Um it's the same old shit. I yeah. don't know. I don't really want to give it much time because I don't feel like they give it much time. Okay. So that's really all I'm gonna no, say no, about but it.
1: Eric, there's new juke moves.
2: There are tons of new features, um, new animations. You know, I was told the same is is be Groundbreaking. This is groundbreaking <laughs> stuff that that we experienced. I played as the Seahawks against the Packers. Uh, first play, well, one one of the first two or three plays against me, the Packers threw a. 70 yard touchdown so my first play i threw a 75 yard touchdown uh-huh. and it was rather easy to score i don't know it's just yeah the most it's, realistic it's, game yet <laughs> It madden,
1: madden was always one of those games that was too easy on the lower levels but yes too too impossibly hard on the higher levels exactly. yeah. i never had a good balance i
2: played on pro and if you up to all pro it's way harder yeah. you can't run the ball yeah i i don't know if it's true for this one i will assume it is but uh yeah, it's the same old shit. If you like Madden in the past, you're gonna like it now. Right. If you didn't, you're not. Right. Yeah. If you're
1: sick of it, I wouldn't worry about it.
2: Yeah. Nah. I mean, I'm not gonna get it. Yeah.
3: It kind of reminds me of uh, Madden '96, Madden '97, Madden '98. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. on and so forth. I
2: don't know. Okay. It's
3: stupid. I'm watching the video now.
2: I see you're watching it. Um, I'll I'll wait to talk about the bridge with Corey unless you want to talk about that now, Corey. It's up to you, man. Yeah, okay, sure. How much did you play?
3: Um, yeah, maybe an hour and a half or so. I got to th-
4: the third chapter. Is, as did I. Is this on Steam? Yes. All
2: right. It's an indie game puzzler. Ooh. Um, kind of like an artistic puzzle game, I guess I would describe it as. Yeah,
3: yeah Hand drawn graphics. All, you guys love those artistic puzzles. Yeah, it's all black and white, like pencil graphics. Right.
2: Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I played just over an hour myself, Corey. I'm on the first or second level of Chapter 3. Yeah. Um, Well, what did you think?
3: I liked it. Uh, It's a different take on a puzzle game. The way it works, um, at least initially, is rather than... You can move your character left and right, and you control the... How do I phrase it? The direction of the level. You can rotate the level, so your character will stay in one place, and you just rotate everything around it.
2: Well, he does fall, like, if, if there's not a platform to stand on when you're rotating, he'll fall, and there's, um, I don't know, there's a ball with, like, a face on it that if you touch it, you die in huh. some of the levels, and that will fall, and sometimes you have to move that around or move keys around to unlock doors, um, but yeah, I, I like it too, Corey. I'm not huge on puzzle games myself, so I'm not loving it. But if you like puzzlers and artistic games, you'll absolutely love this game.
1: I was going to say, if you like the... Because th- that was what caught me was the hand-drawn yeah. graphics. Yeah. And that's really cool. I think cool enough to... Where if you're not big on puzzle games, that that's enough to make you be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, this is something worth playing.
2: I still want to keep playing it just because I feel like it's not going to take me too long to beat. Right. Yeah. Um, how have you felt about the puzzles, Corey? Hard, too hard, too easy?
3: There was maybe one or two of them. I was like, well, what am I going to do? But, I mean, like I said, I probably only played an hour and a half and beat yeah. how many levels? Yeah. Well, levels or whatever. Yeah, I'm with um, you
2: on that. I think there was one and then the one I'm on right now where I felt like, well, shit, I don't know what to do here.
3: Yeah, it has. It also has, like, a braid mechanic where if you screw up, you can hold the space bar and it will rewind to whatever point you want to rewind to. Uh-huh. Um, but that's less, uh, part of, I mean, in Braid, they made that like part of the puzzles, but in this one, at least so far, it's, uh, it's, it's more just a way to, to fix errors. And, and there was actually one case now that I think about it, where after, um, in a lot of the levels, you have to get a key to unlock a door. And after you unlock the door with the key, you can rewind to any point. Um, and the door stays unlocked. Am I right in saying that Eric, or did I just make that up?
2: Don't know. Didn't try.
3: Sounds about Uh. right. I might have um, made it up.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um Yeah, I, there's not really too much to talk about with it. It's basically it. It's a puzzle game that looks really cool and mm-hmm. you can manipulate time a little bit and just rotate your screen around. It's a, the beginning is cool because you have you can like shake apples out of a tree by hitting left or right and it shakes the tree. It's really it's it's really cool. It controls cool. Um Yeah. I don't
3: know. It's another simple puzzle game for exactly. the most part. They exactly they add they add on a few different mechanics here and there. Like there's this thing called the vortex that if you go into you can't get out of unless you manipulate the world to press a button that stops the vortex and vice versa. You can you can put objects into the vortex and, you know, they can't get out of the vortex unless you press the button to let them out. So you can manipulate the level while they're in there. Um to to suit your needs for whatever is solving the puzzle and and some of the levels are based on i forget what it's called but it's those uh artists uh paintings or drawings or whatever that are they're not real because they have too many dimensions in them to work there's a word for those but i can't think of what they are
1: yeah that's actually what i saw on the steam thing that one yeah. you're talking about
3: it's uh the famous one is the one with the staircases that yep that it doesn't work the way if you're looking at them, there has to be like another dimension for them to work, yeah, and it kind of goes off of that a little bit, so
2: yeah, those confuse the shit out of me,
3: yeah, they are confusing, yeah
2: <laughs> so I just kind of keep turning the world until the key falls where it needs to, uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope the the levels do get a little bit harder,
2: I think um, they're going to. it seems like they're getting a little harder,
3: yeah, and I imagine there's more than they only show three chapters, but I imagine there's more coming.
1: You would hope. Oh, as, as yeah, like, uh, the
3: updates they're going to No, I, I just mean more in this actual game. Oh. Because it
2: doesn't take long. We beat two chapters in about an hour. Okay. Oof. And I've only, yeah, I only see a door for a third. I, there's got to be more. I would be shocked yeah. if there wasn't. Actually, I'm going to look that up.
4: How much was it?
2: Ten bucks, right? Ten bucks. I didn't even know about it. Um, and then I saw it on Steam as a sale. And then I thought about getting it just cuz it was kind of my alley and then uh one of our listeners asked about it and I was like, well, I'm just going to buy it then. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. for I mean That's for 10 bucks it. if you're into artsy puzzle games, you'll love it. You know? Mhm. Okay.
3: If not, then eh, there's nothing too special about this one that no. I would say get it.
2: Yeah, if you're if, what if somebody's on the fence, Corey?
3: If they're looking at it and they're like, "Oh, that looks cool." Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on how you feel about puzzle games.
2: Yeah, I know, but for you, would for you me, recommend it? It
3: was a must buy. I mean, cool art style, it's sort of a up its own ass, accompanying story, <laughs> and uh uh 10 bucks puzzle game. I'm in.
2: After playing it, you would recommend it for 10 bucks?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Get get your money's worth for for $10.
3: Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things. Um, part of the issue I had earlier this 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 weekend on Sunday when I was trying to play a bunch of games and I couldn't find anything that satisfied me is like a lot of them I hadn't played in a while and I just like I tried getting back into The Witcher Two, and I couldn't really remember the controls. I couldn't remember what I was doing. I had all these different quests and I didn't remember where I left off or yeah. what I needed to do next. And I was just like, ah, it, as good as this game is, I don't want to have to go through this learning process over again right now. Yeah. Um, but like a game like this is just easy to put down and pick up at any point. Okay. Which is important for me, I'm sure it is for some other people out there. Yeah.
2: Corey, I don't know, from reading the plot on Wikipedia, I'm kinda of getting the feeling it was only for three.
3: Oof. if that's the case then i wouldn't recommend buying yeah, it. yeah same
2: here if there's not more than the three chapters i wouldn't buy it yeah if it only takes you like what an hour and a half or
1: two hours especially,
2: to especially yeah for a puzzle game if they were going to do that they should have made the puzzles really hard
3: yeah maybe we're just geniuses and we don't realize it. i don't think that's the case
1: maybe you <laughs>
2: certainly not me
1: you guys <laughs> don't give yourselves enough credit
2: okay anything else that's it for me dan
1: okay well, you, Will?
4: Um, I lied. I played and beat five games. I beat Call of Duty. Really? Uh, World at War's campaign. And then I beat Call of Duty 4s. And then I beat Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And then I beat Black Ops. And then I beat Modern Warfare 3. You beat all those? Yep.
2: Where did you find the time to do that?
4: I played them. Religiously, it took like three hours. So, kidding. Adam. All right, well, I'm gonna have to. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't really play and beat those. Oh, oh well, that was stupid. I you... just wanted to look at Eric's <laughs> face because I caught up to him for a brief moment. I
2: think you think I'm a little more worried about that than you should probably be talking about to Corey.
4: I just want to beat you. I don't care if Corey wins. Why do you want
2: to be... What kind of accomplishment is beating me? Cause I, wanna... I shouldn't be anywhere near the top of the list. I know. That's why I want to beat you. That says more about you than me. That's why i want to beat scrub. you scrub oh it's on now <laughs> well now i'm gonna beat you for sure
4: oh it's on bring it it's,
2: i'm already bringing it clearly <laughs>
4: <laughs> it has it's already been brought
2: it has been brought in for
4: weeks now don't worry it's a long oh, long, I'm not long worried. campaign Not we're all did you play anything well no i didn't even get a chance to okay been busy it's a long <laughs> year too
1: what about you Corey?
3: I played a few different things. Uh I'm gonna save papers please for the last thing I speak Ooh, about.
1: Yeah, I wanna hear um, about that. But I just quickly
3: too. I booted up Alan Wake, which I bought I think it was a humble weekly sale at some point I got yes. it for two fifty or something like that. Yep. And you know, it was one of those things that I was just mildly interested in. Uh Will had talked about it in the past. I think Eric you played it too.
2: I beat that game.
3: Dan?
1: Uh I got it as as part of the humble weekly sale like you. I haven't played it yet though.
4: I hope you
0: liked yeah. it as much as I did.
3: Uh I loved it. Yes. And it was the only thing that could keep me there long enough. It was just one of those things like right right game, right time. Mm-hmm. Um and immediately I was just sucked into the story. And it's uh It's cool, right? We're, we're gonna talk about yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh we're gonna it was like playing Secret Window of the Game. I don't know if anybody's seen that movie.
2: Yes, with Johnny Depp.
3: Johnny Depp, he's a writer who goes yeah. off to a cabin and shit gets weird. Um but yeah, I was really sucked into it. Did they release that as episodically originally, or was it a full game? I think
4: it was a full game. Yes, yeah, so it was uh, a okay. full game. Just by episode.
3: They sp- yeah, they split it up by episodes. But Essentially, you play Alan Wake, who is an author, uh, sort of washed up, not really, you know, on the decline at least, and him and his wife are taking a vacation in the town of Bright Falls, um, and when you get there you realize that it was a kind of a ploy between your wife and the agent, your agent to get you to write and get back in the mode of, of being a good writer. Um, but some stuff goes awry and I don't think it's a spoiler to say that your wife gets kidnapped. Um, and it is your mission to rescue her. I think I'm about halfway through. Um, and I will say, I texted Will this, but I am now, after playing that game, afraid of the dark. Really? Yeah. Nice. It's It's pretty terrifying. The way those, those uh, what do they call them? Ah, uh, um, Taken. The Taken, the way they they surprise you sometimes, scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah,
4: oh yeah. Cool.
3: And it kind of helped that I had the right environment for it. I was in my room with the lights off and I had my headphones on. Ooh,
4: and... that's even worse.
3: Yeah, it was a good time, but the the way you fight them is also cool because you have to, using your flashlight... Light is, like, your best friend in this game, Um, and you use your flashlight to shine it on them, and it burns through them to a point where they become, like, real, and then you can shoot them with your guns. Mm -hmm. Did you play it on normal difficulty, Will?
4: Yeah, I did, and I thought it was difficult.
3: Yeah, I put it on easy, and I I thought it was difficult. Um, (laughs) I only put it on easy because... uh, a recommendation a while ago somebody said just put it on easy and play through it for the story yeah Um, but there's a lot of nice little touches here and there they have the spoof of the twilight zone that you can walk up and it starts playing on the TVs
4: yeah that's that's creepy I didn't realize what that was until like after I beat the game too
3: yeah and they're like five you know five minute you can just five minutes you can just stand there and watch these these twilight zone spoofs
2: did you watch them
3: yeah I stayed and watched uh, I've only found two so far but I stayed and watched them both um, and at the end of one of them, like, the lights flicker off, and it's like, who, well, first of all, the story was, the show was creepy, and then the lights flash off, and I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm in a, a restroom, and I go through, I'm in, like, a locker room area, and then I pass the bathrooms with lights out, and one of those Taken guys bursts out of the, one of the stalls and attacks me, and it freaked me out. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. I think we're going to talk a little bit more about story and games during Feedback.
0: Um, okay. So okay. we had a
3: question sort of relating to that. Um, so so I'll address that a little bit more. But given what I've said in the past, this would sound like a game that, that I don't really care for. But I think I feel like if the game is mostly you know the story, then you know if if I'm basically playing a story, it's like an interactive story rather than a video game to me. Uh-huh. Um, I'm on a board, and I, I really like it. I can't wait to play through and beat it. Okay. But how long nice. is it?
4: Uh, I think I beat it in like. Ten hours, maybe? Hours. Okay. Yeah, I put in a good four, maybe. Yeah, perfect.
3: Yeah. But there's some creepy stuff in there.
4: Well, when I was playing that game was when uh, like when I was doing running a lot at night. So, like, I'd be running, and I'd be super scared, because like, yeah. I'd run by the school, and it'd be, like, pitch black and dark, and, like, the school would look creepy inside. And, and I it's would...
1: creepy during the day, anyway. Yeah,
4: I'd pick up my pace, because I was afraid. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, Creepy. Okay. Yeah.
1: Anything else, Corey?
3: I definitely recommend it if you haven't played it yet. I didn't realize how well it reviewed and stuff at the time.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward Uh, to playing
3: it. Let me see what else I have here. Uh, I played a little more Terraria. I finally beat the last boss, um, which pushed me into hard mode. uh, And I think... I mean, I guess that's what it's going to take for me to beat it, is to beat the bosses again on hard mode. Um, And it's really hard. I couldn't even beat, like, the normal enemies walking around.
0: Uh
3: Uh, But I'm still cooking through that. I played a little bit of Bully. Uh, Nothing new to report on that, really. Uh, I played this new iOS game. I needed something because I beat Plants vs. Zombies. I needed something to play on the subway. So I quickly went to Touch Arcade and read some of the, the reviews for the newest games that just came out. And one of them was Mikey Hook, I believe, came out this this week. It is a sequel, spiritual successor kind of game to Mikey Shorts or something like that, which is apparently a really good game. I don't know. I didn't play it. But it's, it's just a simple platformer for mobile devices. But what makes it special is that it really nails the controls, which for a platformer is important. Um, the levels are really short. There's a whole coin gathering mechanic and a time timing levels mechanic. I feel like the reason the reason they do that is in mobile games is a lot of them are are easy. But if they add another challenge of you know something simple like time or coin gathering, it kind of gives the game a little bit more difficulty. Because it's hard to make a game that you control the touch screen difficult. Because I feel like it would get frustrating really easily. Yeah. So by adding adding some other goals based on. Um, things outside of the level. I think it makes it a little more, little more to swallow. And the, another big part of it is the customizable sprites. You can dress up your guy with the coins that you gather. I gave my guy a big afro, sunglasses, and long sideburns. Nice. Uh, so a little bit of personalization there. But it's a really good game. I think it's two bucks. I recommend it if you're looking for something to play. You, you won't be sorry. And the biggest thing I played, I actually started playing this on the Bus from back,
0: uh, I don't
3: remember one. One of my bus either on the way to, to upstate or on the way home was Papers Please. Yeah, I had heard a lot about this in the past. Um, it just released. I think it just released on Steam this past week. Am I correct? Yeah, it
1: just yeah it just came out.
3: Just came out. So essentially, and and I, I'll say right off the bat, I recommend everybody plays this. Not just people that are into games. I just really? I, I'm, I feel that strongly about it that everybody should play it. Um, it's an indie game developed by Lucas Pope, is the name of the developer, for PC and Mac. Uh, it's a simulation game where you take on the role of an immigration inspector at a border checkpoint. Um, the object of the game is to provide for yourself and your family by reviewing immigrants' paperwork to ensure that everything's in order, and uh, either letting them pass through or not to enter, you live in this fictional country called Aristotska. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's, it's essentially set in a uh, fictional Soviet Cold War era, 1982. So what you're looking at at when you play the game is your desk in front of you, just like a top-down view of your desk, um, the view through your booth, and then there's like a little bit of, uh, you know, the area surrounding you on the top where you can see the line of people waiting to go through your border checkpoint, the guards on one side in your shack you can all see at the top of the screen Um, and what happens is you call the next person to come through they'll come through you say you're going to ask for their papers they'll give you a passport and depending on whatever given requirements that the state has of you for the day they'll give you other sorts of paperwork Um, and it gets to the point where the paperwork gets so out of hand and you're managing all this stuff and your job is to review everything to make sure that it's accurate up-to-date and you know it is what they say it is so somebody will show up and they'll say you know they'll give you their passport and maybe the requirement that day is um citizens of your country need to also have an id card and it'll list their weight and height and date of birth and the number on their passport and you have to correlate all the data between all the paperwork you have to make sure their weight is accurate you have to make sure their height is accurate um and the way they do that is with, you know, obviously behind them. There's the the things they have at like gas stations and stuff. The one to six feet, you know, and up uh, thing. So you can see their their height that way. And they're standing on a scale and it'll just tell you what their weight is. If their weight is slightly over, um, you have to interrogate them about it. And depending on their answer, you'll search them. And the way that is is the curtain closes in front of you. You tell them to face the scanner. They'll face the scanner. You flash a photo of them. The photo comes to you, and it's their nude body, like, entirely naked. And you can see if they have contraband on them by doing that, which is sort of scary. And and the the first time you see it, you're like, oh, my God, like, this is sort of what, you know, what's happening with the TSA and all that stuff people are all up in arms about. It's poignant. Um, Yeah, it is poignant. And there's a lot of those kind of moments, like... Uh, there's one situation where a husband will come through, his paperwork will be all in order, you stamp his pat. that's one of the best parts about the game is uh, you actually have to slide out your stamper and you have a prove and deny and you, when you stamp it, you know it's, it's a rewarding feeling um, but you know, this husband comes through, you stamp it for approval because all his paperwork's in order and then his wife will come immediately after and her uh, paperwork isn't in order and you, I mean, you can do one of two things, and you can with every way that comes through, you can deny him Um, Or you can put them through, which has repercussions in how you get paid. But, um, you know, at least you'll feel good about yourself, and maybe they'll reward you some other way. Because that's what makes the game really unique is, yeah, you're reviewing all this paperwork and um, determining whether people are allowed to get in or not, but there's all these little asides where you can take bribes, um, you can let people pass that you've built relationships with. There's a a guard um, that I sort of became friends with, who told me, you know, if you detain more people, um, I get more money as a guard. And, you know, if you do that a little bit more often, I'll give you a little bit off the top to make it worth your while. And and one of the things that makes your decision so hard is just how little money the state gives you. It's essentially, uh, I don't want to say a communist, but it's like a bureaucratic, I don't know what what a good example is, But, but money is so precious that you're so tempted to take bribes and everything uh, but you have to be careful because if you take the wrong bribe, the state's going to crack down on you. And there's, there's a couple times where I screwed up um, and I lost the game because of it. Like the super head supervisor came to me and he's like, hey, this person's going to be coming through. Make sure you let her through. And I had forgotten the name that he told me. So when that person came through, her paperwork wasn't in order. I denied um, her entry. Uh, and then the supervisor came to me the next day and he's like, you screwed up. I'm taking you to jail. Wow. <laughs> So, yeah, you do, you do have to be careful. Um, there's, a, there's another, like, essentially the, the further you go in um, through the days, the, the more you have to keep track of. And it gets to the point where some people will come with five different things of paper, and you have to quickly review it. And it's all based on ta- your timed. You only get, like, eight hours in the day. You arrive at 9 a.m. and leave at 6 p.m. or something like that. Um, and depending on how many people you let through in that or how many people you either deny or let through accurately is how you get paid. And, uh, as I said before, money is so precious. You have to keep, you have to make sure you're making enough money to pay for your family's heat and food. And then every now and again, they'll get sick and just weird stuff happens. Like, uh, my sister died or something like that, um, who didn't live with me. And I could adopt her niece for a hundred dollars. And it just so happened that day, there was a dude I was sort of helping out and, um, letting him through, even though I shouldn't have, uh, cause he was nice to me, but he ended up that day giving me a hundred dollars. Oh which wow. was enough to adopt the niece of my, or no, he gave me like $40, which is enough, just enough to adopt the niece of my sister and uh, even though I couldn't pay for food and heat for my family that day because I had just enough to adopt my niece um, once I adopted my niece, she rewarded me with my sister's savings and it was $100 so you know, there's a little bit of that, like you'll take a chance on something and it'll reward you, or it might not you don't really know. That's kind of um, cool it's really cool. You really need to play it. It sort of extends the definition of what a game is and what can be fun in a game because I, I had a blast with it. I did end up beating it.
0: Whoa. Hey.
3: Yeah. There are there are multiple endings. Um, I got the ending where it got to a point where I was just so screwed on funds and stuff, and, and the government was cracking down on me because I had helped too many people, and things were getting a little hot in the checkpoint. <laughs> so uh at this one point one of these guys i was helping out the same guy who gave me money for helping him out he gave me a fake passport and uh i used that fake passport to get out of dodge leaving my family behind uh, but i did escape the the fascist uh the bureaucracy.
1: Fuzz. okay
3: there are other ways to beat it there's 20 different endings holy crap um, in my playthroughs i got probably about 10 different endings just from losing other ways but this is like the first one you can get where, you know, you don't go to jail essentially. Uh-huh. Nice. So I'll count I'll count that as a win. Yeah. Um but it's only like 10 bucks. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. it's 9.99. I'm looking at the Metacritic for it, Corey. It has an 87 Metascore from critics and a 9.0 user score.
3: Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah,
2: that's really good.
3: <sighs> I have to get another game great. I definitely recommend it.
2: I'd buy it right now, but I don't want to bog down the internet connection. Oh, yeah. So I'll get it when I get home. Uh
3: I mean, there's a – I got – I had to – one of my responsibilities became shooting terrorists because every now and again, terrorists will attack, and it really fucks you over because when the terrorists attack, the day is over because everybody leaves. And if you've only let through, like, five people that day, you've only made 25 bucks and that's not enough to feed your family and keep the heat on. Yeah. Uh, So you really get screwed when the terrorists attack, and you don't really have any control over that. Huh. The biggest thing, though, is memorizing the guidebook because people from all over the area from different countries will come in, and you have to make sure their passport um, has the correct seal on it, uh, has the correct issuing city, and uh, some other kind of things you need to keep track of. Um, and you can memorize that from the guidebook, but you also, you know, if you if you can't remember, you have to go back and look through the guidebook, and that takes up more time. So the more, like... I kind of feel like I would be a really good border guard in real life because I've dedicated the time it took to like memorize the stuff because I needed to um, in order to let enough people in or deny them throughout a day to, to make my, my money's worth to keep me going. Um, but it's, it's definitely a really good game. I highly recommend it for, for everyone.
4: Nice.
1: I'm glad you like it. That was one I was really interested in because I would see uh, Gog would would tweet a lot about that game when it first came out, so... Looked really interesting. Glad you like it. Yeah. Okay. That's that, it for me. All right. Uh, the only thing I was able to play this week, other than Pikmin Three, was some Crusader Kings Two. Oh. Um, I actually wanted to wait until September to get back into this one when I was done with work, but it uh, it was calling my name. I had gotten the <laughs> Old Gods expansion, I think, during the Steam summer sale, so I wanted to give that a give that a a try i didn't end up playing one of the the pagan viking kingdoms i i went back to the the independent irish republic but a couple of things i noticed that were different was the starting years a lot earlier in the old if you start in the old gods years it's it's in the late 800s later late 9th century um so there's that and uh there's also a lot more viking raids one of the one of the new mechanics is you know that that your cities and stuff in your in your territories have loot and the the vikings will come and and loot your loot your areas and take your money uh so constantly i'm fighting off viking attacks um so that that kind of screws with your plans a little bit because especially at the beginning when you're trying to take over new territories you kind of have to save up your money to be able to buy mercenary troops to help you take over territory so uh, you know you end up having to hire the mercenaries to fight off the barbarians so they don't or not barbarians the fight off the vikings so they don't take all your money so that's 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 a different thing um i'm I'm once again working on trying to unite the entire kingdom of ireland about halfway there Uh, i had a couple kings that died early and left children for their heirs like i think one of my kings might child was like six so you really can't do too much when your king is or your well i formed a petty kingdom so (laughs) the leader of my petty kingdom was was six years old so i you know you don't want to do too much when that happens because you'll piss off your vassals and they'll rebel against you and you know you're, you're only six so yeah you can't do too much with it you have a regent but they don't help you that much but yeah i hope to uh finally put the nail in the coffin for crusader kings too with with this playthrough we'll see we'll see what happens but it did start a lot earlier what's that do it do what
3: you can unite the clans
1: well i've yeah i've done it before i just don't want my kingdom to fall apart like it has in the past that's going to be my my goal is to keep my kingdom going for the the whole time
3: are there difficulty settings
1: uh yes yeah really i think so maybe not so it's harder. I don't know the question to that, to be, or the answer to that, to be honest with you. But, I mean, it's hard enough on its own.
2: I'm um, says there are difficulty centers. Okay.
1: I probably have it on normal. I usually set, set it on normal. So, great game, though. I'll probably sink another 40, 50 hours into it, I would think, and get up maybe to over 100. Maybe
3: that's the game I'll play on our guys' getaway.
1: Is just Crusader Kings? No, Corey, just why don't we play stuff and...
3: together, you
2: jackass?
4: That's a good <laughs> Like what? Idea. That's a good idea. Anything.
1: We could all play Crusader Kings. Yeah. I can't. It won't run on my computer. Could run that. Nope.
2: I checked. Really? I'm almost positive. That's some bullcrap. I'll look again.
1: It might be the type of situation where it's a game like Civilization, where the graphics aren't great, but there's so much going on, it it stresses out your your computer.
3: Fascinating. Yeah.
1: But I really, really like that game. I wish I had gotten into it sooner when it first came out maybe i'll try some mods too when did it come out 2011
3: are we not far off from crusader kings 3
1: i don't know if they're working on crusader kings 3 or not they're still coming out with content for crusader kings 2 like the old gods just came out maybe two months ago
3: so who um oh i'm trying to think of what i'm trying to say who who uh who's the developer uh
1: I don't know the developer, but the publisher's Paradox, who I've really become a fan of their games. Mm. Yeah, I can't come up. With I guess I could look it up, right? Aww, wah, wah. Doesn't run? No, sir.
2: That's no good.
3: I wouldn't trust that thing. It's a recommendation, not a...
2: Yeah, but I'm not going to pay 40 bucks and just pray that it works.
3: You just need you to uh, log into somebody else's Steam and install it and see if it works.
2: Um... I have an extra copy of Didn't it. Didn't that Europa Universalis come out? It's coming out soon. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Next week? Or th- this weekend, maybe? It's another one I would buy
4: if I could. Yeah. What is that game?
2: It's a
1: strategy, strategy game. It's it's along the lines of... Uh, oh, para- uh, the developer's Paradox Development Studio with the publisher Par- Paradox Interactive, so it's a full-on Paradox game. So they're, they're the ones that did Mountain Blade, too. Oh, so yeah, I've become a big fan of their their games, but yeah, that's all I was able to play this week, other than um, Pikmin three. So play that some more for next week. I also have played more. Rogue. Hopefully, I'll beat in Rogue Legacy. We'll see. I think I'm gonna play that tonight. Oh, you can no. do
0: it. Well,
1: I don't know. I'm 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 about where you were when you beat it, Corey. Thirteen hours. Yeah, you
4: uh, can do it. Did
2: you beat the other bosses yet? I
1: just beat two bosses. I'm not even really cl- very close I don't nope. feel like <laughs> so okay uh, we're gonna take a quick break the song you're gonna be hearing during the break is by the danger kids the song is light escapes so we'll be right back right after that Welcome back, everybody, at episode 108 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we will start with Twitter feedback. This is from Idaho Jake, who says, Holy shit, did I call out my feedback or what? Xbox changes the Kinect. Uh, now question is, why did it take so long? He did Thoughts? mention that. Yes, he did. Last week. That was uh, very prescient of you.
2: Yeah.
1: Appreciant. Prescient, prescient. prescient. Whatever.
2: We gonna get into the Xbox now? Yeah. Do
1: we, should we read all the feedback on the on the Xbox first?
4: Well, we have to hear about Corey getting an Xbox One now or whatever. Do
2: you wanna? I almost think we should do this after the feedback because I think it's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll do that. Yeah.
1: That's a good idea. All right. We'll we'll talk Xbox after that. Uh. So. Moving on then. Dragon Age, I, I tweeted, Dragon Age Inquisition will not feature Morgan as a party member. Uh, multi-direct, or Chase says, she plays a s- significant role, so that's good. Unlike Ash- Ashley Williams in Mass Effect 2 and late Yara ER T-Sony, unless you bought the DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Cause,
3: Easy on Ashley Williams, alright? Well, I know you
1: like Ashley, but she was only in Mass Effect 2 for five minutes, right?
4: And she hated your guts. Yeah,
1: because you, you kind of saw her, saw her in Crossing, so... It, it will be good that that she plays a more significant role. I'm hoping, I'm hoping she's a love
2: interest, because
1: then I could so rekindle. Throw it I, I could rekindle my my romance for Morrigan.
2: Dan's lover, yeah. Uh, Dan's goth affection,
1: and then <laughs> Liara like T- Liara to Sony. Um, she was in the Shadow Broker DLC for Mass Effect Two.
4: Liar of the Shadow Broker. Yeah,
1: which was actually pretty good.
4: I Think layers. Lair, lair. 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 lair, lair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't so, remember. To Shut domain. up. To the moon. Corey. (laughs) yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Thumbstick Athlete tweeted, Handsome Will, good looking, and a gamer. It was a picture of Will's. It was Will's yearbook
4: photo? Senior picture, yeah.
1: Senior picture, yearbook photo.
4: Did Uh, I tweet that? Yeah, you did while you were drunk. drunk.
1: (laughs) Uh, Michael Minnesota says he really needs to work on that neck beard. Trying. (laughs) I've got mine going. Yeah, you do, Dan. I usually try to keep it off the neck, but it's yeah, I'm I'm not still,
0: allowed
3: to keep my ne- neck beard me either
1: I, 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 st- I still consider myself to be a neck beard
2: yeah it's fine in it's way back down there
1: yeah um I, yeah i'm supposed to trim it like keep it trimmed right on my chin line but i don't i don't shave that often and i never get my hair cut so i am i'm a neck beard in spirit even if i don't literally have a neck beard you know
0: yeah so.
1: uh so moving on facebook feedback uh, this is from Tito. Have you heard of slash played the bridge? It looks trippy in an artistic way. Uh, we talked about we talked about the bridge during... Oh, we also have... Don't let me forget we have a voicemail to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I forget to play that.
3: Voicemails. Two voicemails.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're both from the same person. Same number. Uh, Idaho Jake says... Uh, this is from Facebook. Hey, guys, I will now buy an Xbox One, but not until a year after I buy a PS4. I... Just can't trust a company that keeps changing its policy and game plan as often as they have because you never know what they will do next. Sony has been straightforward with their policies and... Game plan since day one. Microsoft almost seems like this is their first console, and they are doing a trial and error. Just stick with what got got you to where you are today. Sony is. I played XCOM, and I have to say, if you haven't ever played a game like this, it is it is hard even on easy setting. I'm on my third game and about to start new again because I learned new shit that would have been helpful before. So if you are like me, just be prepared to start over a few times. It is it is a game I would have never uh, tried switch my thing it's too small to read there we go uh i'm on my third game and about to start new again because i learned new shit that would have been helpful before so if you're like me just prepared to be prepared to start over a few times it was a game i would never have tried this game if it hadn't been free on ps plus but i'm glad i did The other reason I'm downloading playing Madden 25 demo is because the Ravens are a playable team. I think I'm going to become a psychic because the only thing I got wrong was it only took Microsoft a weekend to change the connect, Not three (laughs) weeks, like I said. (laughs) One more thing, I'm excited for Saints Row 4 coming out next week, and I'll probably be farting around a lot with the character creation that just came out on PS3. So, Yeah, we're also excited about Saints Row 4. Actually, Idaho Jake uh, tweeted me and asked me if I had tried the character creator. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it, but I'm going to import my character from Saints Row the Third into Saints Row Four. So I, I wasn't sure if you'd be able to do that, but you can, which is awesome. So I can just continue my story with my character that I made from Saints Row the Third. But I will play around a little bit with the character creator. Is the
2: story important in that game?
1: I don't know. It, I well, thought I the... mean,
2: in, like, the Saints Row
1: series. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it was it's hard hard to say like it's it's craziness and there is interesting things that happen in the story i don't know if it was I, would, not... I wouldn't put it like as super important
3: yeah it's just like a catalyst for all the mayhem yeah right yeah it it,
1: it gives you a groundwork for why you're doing the things that you're doing hmm. basically so you know i i enjoyed the story but what I don't it's know not it, classic I, American literature, right? It's, <laughs> it wasn't good per se or, classic. or anything like that. Like it, it was, it was. Fine. It just fits the game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Craziness. So, okay. Uh, I think that, yeah. Madden twenty five demo. We talked about that. Uh, Miguel says it sounds like someone is having a baby. I listened to quite a few podcasts, and I think this is the one the only one that i never fail one single week. Now even in summer and that's quite an accomplishment for amateur people like you, so congratulations for the effort and the passion you put into it. By the way, i'm playing Chrono Trigger on my smartphone and the boss, the final boss is driving me crazy. Has have any of you played it and can give me any advice? Uh, personally i don't like to watch videos of games that i'm playing, but i've read it in a walkthrough and apparently the key is to defeat the right drone but i I've spent like an hour beating that thing, and I can't destroy it. It seems invincible. I'm level 50, and I think the level limit is 55, so I don't think that's the problem. Any any thoughts on Chrono Trigger?
3: I commented. I replied. Okay. Um, you know, I probably fought Lavos when Clinton was in office. Yeah, I was going to say, it was a
1: really <laughs> long time ago for me, too.
3: Um, that said, I told him i would watch some videos and try and refresh my memory and i did uh-huh. uh turns out i don't remember that battle at all and i don't didn't remember the uh chronos is in that battle and then um the video i watched had two other characters i didn't even remember being part of the game which characters were they? Show you uh magus in or magus yeah magus however you want to pronounce it in Aayla.
1: okay yeah the the cave woman
3: yeah, I honestly, I didn't even remember them at all. Okay. Uh, so I, I even went as far as to look up a uh, walkthrough a little bit. And uh, maybe this will help Miguel. Um, originally, or in the, there's two parts to, to Lavos. Um, I won't really spoil anything. But you want to target in the first one the right arm, then the left arm, then the head. And in the second part, where it sort of splits into three different things, um, you want to destroy the left thing without using magic then the middle thing, then the right thing. Um, Or use, once you destroy the left thing, use multi-attacks to destroy the middle thing while you're doing damage to the right thing. And if you don't destroy the right thing fast enough, it'll recharge the other two, and you have to sort of repeat the process all over again. Um, But when that happens, when it regenerates the other two, its shields don't go back up right away, so make sure you knock it down quick. Um, Otherwise, you have to repeat the process.
0: Okay. Excellent. That's all I
3: got. You know excellent I, yeah I, I wish I could have had it. I wish I could have spoken from experience rather than looking it up, but like I said, it's been so long.
1: yeah, I played Chrono Trigger when it was on Super Nintendo back in yeah the late nineties mid nineties that yeah. long ago was was when I played it. I'm actually playing through it now again on my tablet, but i I haven't beaten it yet i also haven't played it in a few months, but
3: will had it. I saw it on his Wii on his Wii.
1: you had it on your Wii
0: Wii
3: did I yeah. I saw the icon,
4: on your Wii menu. You
3: huh. should
1: play it.
4: I probably should. I've never played and beat it. Okay. So.
1: All right. Uh, Dave and Boss. Boston- oh no!
4: I'm sorry.
3: I'm thinking Earthbound. Uh, there you go. Will has Earthbound on his Wii U menu.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I still have to buy um, that for my Wii U. Do it up. I will. Do once right, I once right I get now. more time to play it. Let's do it uh dave in boston so the xbox one has now become the ps4 so now what I was with Dan on the whole Kinect thing, but now that the Kinect issue seems to have been squashed, I'm running out of excuses not to get the X1 now, instead of switching to the PS4 as I was planning to do. Basically, all my issues with Xbox One, except the price, have been reversed or corrected. But I also agree with Eric. I'm still sour with Microsoft on the whole thing. The way it rolled out, tried to cram it down our throat, then made us feel bad about it when they scrapped just about everything new to go back to what gamers want and care and are used to as far as i'm concerned the wheels have come off the xbox wagon i think i'm going to stick with my ps4 pre-order and see what else becomes of the xbox one from a safe distance <coughs> excuse me so yeah we're going to be talking about that right after we get done with uh with our feedback we'll be talking xbox one and i'll i'll refer to the the feedback too so we can make sure we answer everybody's questions and thoughts uh the next one is from cory murtha Our very own. Hey, guys, great last episode. Sorry I couldn't be there. A few thoughts. One, ignore the trolls. They're just jealous that you're D-level internet famous. And number two, I really don't know the point Corey was trying to make regarding Doctor Who and its relationship with Netflix. (laughs) I I only vaguely remember that conversation.
4: I remember you being really confused and Corey trying to explain it, and you were just like, what? Yeah, I I don't really remember that conversation at all.
1: Obviously, Corey, you don't remember it, right?
3: no well i listened to the last two segments because like i said i wasn't there for them okay um on friday (laughs) and i listened to that part i was trying to piece together what my point was i don't think i really had one i think i was just blithering idiot
1: you just wanted to talk about doctor who and netflix (laughs) yeah is was your point
3: yeah okay
1: Alright, the next is from Ryan and I who says, don't forget you have at least one roundtable discussion to get to this time around. Here are some that were discussed on the last two episodes but never gotten to. First one was why Corey is now on board with getting the Xbox One, which we are going to talk about. Uh, My personal suggestion, the Ken Levine Nerdist podcast slash interview and the breakdown of the Bioshock series. Uh, And then which old games do you all want to go back and do review cards for or which we we the listeners want to see. So, uh, I know we'll be getting to one of those. I haven't listened to the Ken Levine Nerdist yet, Corey.
3: I, uh, actually listened to it today on that recommendation. Okay.
1: Do you want to talk about it or do you want to wait till more of us listen to it?
3: Uh, I mean, there's not too much to talk about. It was, it was good stuff and it was good to hear Ken Levine. And of course, Chris Hardwick is one of the best interviewers out there in my opinion. Right. Um, yeah, he touched on a lot of the, a lot of the stuff we, did we do a spoiler episode? Yeah. yes yeah he touched on a lot of stuff that we talked about um he also talked about you know internet trolling and stuff which is kind of a big topic yeah and it was, yeah it was it was good stuff okay. um I'm trying to think if there's anything i you know i can't remember all right i'll but try I do recommend listening to it as, as fans of bioshock and and video games
1: yeah i'll try and listen to it by by next week's episode if i remember i never remember
3: anything like that when we get done recording so it was good to go back to listening to their Nerdist though it's been so long since the last time I listened
1: yeah I only pop into Nerdist occasionally like I think the last episodes I listened to were the Gabe Newell interviews um and that was I I still am subscribed to it I just haven't haven't listened to it so yeah but yeah that was one of the first podcasts I started listening it might have been the first podcast I started listening to was Nerdist I want to say I started listening like maybe three or four episodes after it started. Wow! So, uh, and then which old games do you all want to go back and do review cards for? It's a tough call. Probably yeah. some of the bigger releases that maybe maybe like the first Mass Effect would be a good one. Uh, maybe Half Life, the Half Life games because I Skyrim. Skyrim would probably be a good one because. You could make a really beautiful-looking uh, review card for that. Portal?
2: Batman Arkham City, for me, is one I'd like to do.
1: Uh-huh. What, Corey? Portal. Portal. Portal, yeah. Portal's Planet Horse. It. Planet Horse.
2: Yeah, and... that's classic. I wonder if that's
1: on Steam. Only one way to find <laughs> out, man. <laughs> <Check> it
0: up.
3: <coughs> you know a game I want to go back and play more? What's that? Um, is, uh a Nintendo Wii game RPG... Xenoblade. In- Xenoblade. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, that was in the Will, news. Yeah, Will, do you still have my copy? I do. You can you can fetch a pretty penny for that. Really? On eBay. Yeah, you can get like fifty bucks for it.
4: Ooh. I don't want
3: GameStop see- the reason why I was in the news is GameStop is selling quote unquote used copies of it for ninety dollars. <laughs>
1: I heard about that. Um. I meant to look on Amazon and see how much they were. It can't be that much
3: you'd be surprised nobody 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 really had them anymore and because it was a GameStop only GameStop only and Nintendo Shop only game cuz GameStop actually published it um they didn't have any more new copies of it so what they did people are assuming what they did is they printed a whole bunch a whole bunch more and put them back in the store as used copies um and sold them for 9 are selling them for 90 bucks a piece
2: dan wow. i think you'd be a little surprised at the amazon price oh yeah Used starts at ninety dollars. Wow. Uh, new, hundred and thirty to hundred and fifty. Oh my gosh!
1: So hold on to that game, Will, because I actually really want to play that game.
4: I'm keeping that thing close.
1: Yeah. Don't let any thieves sneak into the <laughs> house
4: and take it. I should not say that I own that game.
1: I wanted I wanted to buy it when it came out,
4: but I you, w- le- borrow it from Will. You can play on
3: the Wii U.
1: Yeah. yeah. i want to
3: get back and play it i really enjoyed it yeah i should play it too you said it was
1: like an mmorpg but single player right
3: yeah kind of i forgot that i had said that but you're right
1: like like kingdoms of amalur kind of Ooh, yeah that's that's one
2: i I wouldn't mind doing a review card for either
1: yeah i love that game i still have an itch to play that game
2: i didn't i didn't trade it in with all my other ones oh really
1: good man good man i keep hoping steam puts it on sale
2: I'm trying to think what else, what other
1: games I would want to do, go back and do review cards for. Probably nothing too old. Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock would be probably one because that's a classic.
2: What about any of your Final Fantasies?
1: I know they're older,
2: but
4: yeah, they're
2: your thing.
1: Yeah, it's too it's too close. Too close to the heart. Maybe
4: all the bravest. Yeah, you should do a review card. for. That.
1: We, should, should, we should do review, review cards for games we hated, too.
0: Yeah.
4: I'm a, I am will do an old Bravest. Yeah, like, I'll do an old the Bravest one.
1: Did I do one for Assassin? Did we do one for me for Assassin's Creed 3? I think we did. Did you have
4: the heart, too? Well,
2: I don't know. AC3? Yeah.
1: Uh, I know we have some. I don't know if I was one of them.
4: Uh, I think
3: Eric... Yeah, you did it, Dan. Okay. Yeah, I think you did do but it. But that man.
1: was that was before we decided that you needed to beat the game in order that to a review card.
3: Yep. Okay.
1: Because I, I think obviously you didn't... had
3: not recommended on there.
1: No, I'm pretty sure I did put not recommended. You did. And that that was even before I I rage quitted and got rid of it. Pretty sure.
2: Oh, here it is, right I'm... here. Uh let's see, Daniel. You yeah, did not recommend it. Okay, I thought so. Dislikes you hate the button prompts for fighting the bears, wolves and cougars? Yeah. Controls are often unresponsive and first few hours are way too focused and boring. Yeah. So,
1: I still agree with that.
3: Yeah. I think that's uh why it's shitty in a nutshell. I'm
1: gonna <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it on Steam. Just kidding. <laughs> then are you going to sell your computer? <laughs> yes, I'll smash it in the driveway. <laughs> that's what I'll do. Okay. Uh that's everything, right?
3: You know what you should do, Dan. What? You should get a flash drive that's just big enough to hold a digital copy of Assassin's Creed 3. So I can
1: take my vengeance out on that too.
3: And take a sledgehammer to it out in the driveway.
1: That's a good idea. That's a great idea. I'll tape it. I actually probably have one laying around someplace. Okay. And then Uh, Eric.
3: Yeah, somebody asked in the chat if Eric did one for Last uh, Review Card for Last of Us. He has. It is up on the website.
1: Indeed. Okay. All right, ready. Uh, let's play the voicemail.
3: Good job, Eric, hope to play
1: these
4: in order. Okay. Okay.
1: Here's number one.
5: Hey guys, this is Tito from LA. Um, I have ju- been missing the the past few. Uh, I haven't been able to join in the discussion for the past several episodes, which is kind of disappointing. But I did. Uh, all I've been playing is Nino Cooney. Um, whenever I can, and I totally understand Corey's uh, problems with the game. I mean, I didn't feel like the, the journey was kicking in until after 15 or 20 hours. Um, the battle, the uh, battling can be kind of uh, pretty crazy at times, but it's kind of a fun challenge. But I definitely enjoy the story, the presentation, everything like that. And I plan on kind of giving a, a review of it written down for you guys. Um more of what i thought because i think it's, it is a pretty fun game um otherwise i might, I might be sending another voice note just because i've forgotten so much of what i've heard the past few episodes that i wanted to join in um otherwise uh, I, I don't know what's going on uh, hopefully it's uh i know dan is expecting a baby girl i don't know if that's anytime soon but congratulations on that uh, and i'll see you guys around bye
1: all right thanks for that tito nino cooney cory
5: uh, I think his
3: second voicemail references it well.
1: Okay, do you want me to play that before we respond?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here
1: we
5: go. Oh yeah, it's keto again. <laughs> I remember what else I was gonna talk about. Yeah, um Corey mentions he, he's not a huge fan of uh the cutscenes. Uh that Nino Cooney was showing early on. And uh you know, I don't mind them too much and I like games that kinda have this uh movie-like genre in it that it's like you can extend the scene of a movie by exploring the area. Um, I don't mind that too much, but that kind of leads to The Last of Us, uh, where, you know, Eric had mentioned that it might be possible that Corey might not enjoy The Last of Us if he has a big problem with that kind of game, like he did with Uncharted, which I find crazy because I think those games are great. But um, speaking of The Last of Us, I thought it was interesting how – there was an article on Kotaku mentioning the, uh, the best-selling PSN game for the month of July was not The Last of Us or a PS3 game, but was Shadow of the Colossus, which was pretty interesting seeing that's the PS2 game and is a classic. And I give props to Eric for wanting to beat that game, and hopefully you'll get around to it. I think, it's, uh, I think it'll be a nice uh, ending that you'll enjoy. Anyways, okay, I'm done uh, for now. See you guys around. Bye.
1: All right. Thanks for that, Tito. Um as I said I always like the the voicemails cuz I don't have to stumble over myself <laughs> reading. So that's a nice thing. Uh let's see. Nino Kuni. Oh, the cutscenes in Nino Kuni. Yeah, uh, a- and and thing, cut scenes in games kind of in general, right?
3: Yeah, the thing the thing about Nino Kuni with me is is I it's not that I didn't like the cut I think when I described it um, a few episodes ago, I didn't do a very good job. It's not that I didn't like the cut scenes and the whole story part of it. That was my favorite part of the game, actually. Mm-hmm. And I said uh, a few times that I want the Nino Cooney Kuni movie. I just want to lay back and watch the movie because the gameplay stuff um, felt a little bit slavish to me mm-hmm. in between all the great cutscenes and the atmosphere and the animation and everything that made, you know, I can understand why people would consider this a great game. I'm not taking that away from it. It was just, the marriage of the two didn't work for me in this game, and I was so distracted by how great the cutscenes were and everything that every time it relinquished control to me, I just it felt like a slog, right, slogging through the mud, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, which is not something you want to have in a video game
3: no usually in in no And, in no. the whole cutscenes thing is like, yeah, I don't mind playing a game, a good game that has good cutscenes. Right um, like he said, and that was an interesting way to describe it. I never thought of it as like extending the scene a little bit mm-hmm. um, like a movie like quality where you can extend and, and interact with the scene uh, pretty much that's that's a really good way to explain it but right yeah um yeah any other you guys have any comments on that
1: Un- Uncharted like how how I mean how does that relate to, to to the kind of movie-ish quality of uncharted or a game that that you think uh, is is movie-ish but that you enjoy? you know like like think, what's the difference for you
3: um metal gear metal solid. gear okay. uh, the new uh, guns of the patriots i think would be a really good example of something that had a lot of cutscenes, and i was into both uh-huh. and you know it really enhanced the game like uncharted with me it was it was kind of the same thing as the gameplay was just middling in my opinion i i know there's a lot of people that love it but it, you know the gameplay is not something that i particularly enjoy um and and that's a very cinematic game all mm-hmm. of those they're very cinematic games so, but again, like the cutscenes and all that stuff were so cinematic and great that I wanted to just sit back and watch it rather than have to go through this middling gameplay that I didn't necessarily enjoy very much.
4: Yeah,
1: I can see that because uh, I, I felt like Tomb Raider was, was kind of cinematic in in the way it was presented. It was it was very movie Um and I'm with you. I I usually didn't like those types of games, but I I thought Tomb Raider was excellent. Um, but part of it was I thought I thought that it controlled very well you know i think that's that's one of the one of the benefits of the game you know
2: i'm with you there dan uh tomb raider and also last of us right i don't like those games either i always used to say that i didn't like playing final fantasy because there was so much too, that going too much on. too many
1: cutscenes, scenes in, yeah. in like final fantasy 10 and 12
2: right. yeah i think it was 10 especially 10. Yeah. but uh yeah i think uh last of us did it really well and so did doom raider mm-hmm it all depends on how you execute it, I guess. Right. And if you can get evol- involved enough in the story where it doesn't take you out so much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Because sometimes I just go- would get bored, you yeah. know, I just want to get back to playing it, but, uh, like, especially with Last of Us, the story just had me gripped yeah. at all times.
1: So even when there were cutscenes scenes that you might not enjoy in, in other games, right. um, because they were so important to the story that you cared yeah. so much about, that you... Right, you want a lot of times.
2: I just need that stimulation where I'm doing something, right? Or else I just get bored with it, right? Whereas, like Last of Us, I I wanted to watch it. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? Yeah. And and like I said, I felt the same way about Tomb Raider. Yeah. because um, I really enjoyed Tomb Raider. Uh, and then it, he. It, go ahead.
3: I was going to also bring up Alan Wake because I talked about it this this episode. Um, as another one that has middling gameplay, in my opinion. Uh, and great cutscenes that really advance the story and are really interesting and stuff, but I think what what keeps me going through that is that that little fear factor mm-hmm. when i 'm actually in control um, you know it, it ramps up my adrenaline a little bit and gets the blood flowing and and uh, and then it goes to those cutscenes that really really build up the story even more and, and it you know it has enough to to keep me going through it mm-hmm. so i don 't know it 's just I guess I I shouldn't say that I dislike cinematics and games because I don't, but to me what's more important is the gameplay.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, And that's why, you know, I like the smaller indie games that are all about gameplay and stuff like that. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. I don't know. Excellent. Uh, And then, oh, and he mentioned the last of us and how it's not the best selling digital game on the PlayStation network um, that, well, Shadow, is, of Shadow of Colossus. Was. I think he
2: was more making a reference that Shadow of Colossus is. Yeah, I especially think, for how old it is. Yeah, I
1: think too with, with the digital new release digital games. I think th- that uh, retail versions of the cop of the game still will sell quite a bit better um, because it's something you can trade in. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, especially with it, with it being the end of the generation, um, and you. You know, a lot of people are probably going to trade in their PlayStation Three towards their PlayStation Four. Uh, you can't keep your game, so you know, you, you get the even if you are the type of person that likes to buy a digital copy of the game, you probably would would get the hard copy of this. Also, the PlayStation, th- those games are huge. Yeah, they are. Um, 40, 50 gigabytes for a lot of the PS Three games, which is enormous. And a lot of you know, for the people that have bandwidth caps, you can't really download download too many of those games because it's it takes up too much of your bandwidth so mm-hmm. i think those are contributing factors anyway um but one of the cool things about the P- the ps you know the playstation network is being able to download the older games i think that's that's a great thing about it it is
2: and it, i think it was on sale too so that may have helped it oh, okay uh yeah. shadow of the classes was yeah. on sale i think so mm-hmm. okay Good,
0: so.
1: yeah and i'm still of the mindset that if a game is the same price for digital copy or hard copy i'm gonna get the hard copy same here so, cuz it you know, it gives you the opportunity to trade that game in when you're done with it or you know, if you're just not going to play it anymore like I did with Assassin's Creed 3.
2: Jake Jake says that the pre-order bonuses also help with hard copy sales.
1: Yeah, yeah, pre-order bonuses definitely. Um I you know, I'm looking at uh Saints Row 4 coming out next week. It's it, it'll be $45 for me on Steam, which you can't go wrong with 45 bucks. And you don't have to pay tax, so it's mm-hmm. it's literally $20 cheaper than if I had get gotten the the hard even pc copy of the game which would be 60 dollars plus tax if i got it from amazon so that's also a great thing right any thoughts on that Corey?
3: specific thoughts
1: yeah any thoughts
0: no okay uh
1: and then he he mentioned hmm. i am having uh, a daughter uh december beginning of december we're looking at so uh be prepar- be prepared maybe for a late episode or me having to leave early for an episode sometime late November early december um or me or not, zombie dan uh, yeah, I was to say, or zombie me where I don't contribute that much because of because <laughs> of not sleeping for i i think with my my son, I pretty much didn't sleep for the first month he was born Holy I was crap. actually only to take off like two weeks for from work uh but I slept so little I couldn't function
3: paternity leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had to take a whole month off of work before I could get sleeping again and, and function normally. I would get dizzy spells because I was so tired. I just <laughs> had to hold on to something and wait for it to pass. Because, you know, you're looking at about a month of sleeping, maybe an hour a Ugh, day.
2: That's awful. Yeah. I don't think I could do that, Dan. I think I would die.
1: You rise to the occasion. You just do it. I don't it. think I would. You, you, You will. It's... It happens. Uh, you might not have a, a child that doesn't sleep. It was only a month. After I better a,
2: not. I'll after, tell you that.
1: After a month, he started sleeping about six hours
2: at night. He so. will be reprimanded at some point in his life for that. You
1: start, <laughs> when he's a teenager, you, yeah. you ground him for it.
2: Yeah. Well, son, this is the week.
1: Yeah, sorry. It's been coming. I told you. I told you it was on its
2: way. You weren't such a dick when you were a month old.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's December. So, yeah. Right, right about when the PlayStation is going to be coming out. Ugh. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. We are going to be talking. Well, we're going to start talking about the Xbox stuff. I just got to call it the feedback. Okay, because um, that's kind of feedback roundtable. Both. Let's see. Uh, Idaho Jake called it. That was that. That was a great call. Yeah. That that's something we were all hoping would happen. Was that? Well, I was really hoping that would happen that they were going to um, you know take back that policy of needing to have a connect connected all the time. Uh where was it? Is this the right one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh Dave in Boston says uh so the Xbox 1 has come has now become the PS4 so now what? Um he 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 was in agreement with me about the not liking the whole connect thing always needing to be on even sometimes when the system's not on and you know with the with the whole nsa and the spying stuff how how kind of creepy that is um so yeah he was he was with me in that i'm 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 happy that they took it back right yeah is everyone in agreement
2: yeah i i think it's good i'm still like he said i just don't understand why they did all this in the first place yeah if you're if you didn't need to, then why why are you doing it? I don't. Yeah, um,
1: I I for a while was a fan that they changed it. I I'm kind of torn here because I, a I think it's it's good that they're listening to their customers and and what people want, what what gamers want, but at the same time, like you kind of wish you saw what they, happened. They, well, they took away the things that differentiated the Xbox yeah. One from yeah. PS4. Now
3: it's it's the same. It's it going to be literally it, the same. It's
1: going to be the same as a PC. Because they're going to have pretty much all the same games. Yeah. Um, Well,
3: I mean, what was the huge difference between the 360 and the PS3?
1: There was more differences at first. I think as they got older in their years, they they became kind of the same system. But really, it comes down to exclusives. But I think the exclusives are getting kind of less and less every generation.
4: Yeah. You know. Also, with all these last minute changes they're making, like if all this stuff was crucial to the system and they have to make all these changes, I'm a little worried about failures with the system well that
2: that tells me it wasn't crucial and they're just doing it just to fuck over the consumer yeah Mm -hmm. and like dan said as much as i thought all their policies were bullshit i almost am more pissed off that they went back and changed everything and i can't tell you why i just am i don't know i just think the whole thing is shady yeah Yeah. because
1: at the very least like if you stuck by your guns you could be like okay you know they really want to try and change things here right that, that 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 would be the at the very least what you could get out of the at the least own one. it right. What, Corey?
3: I I mean I'm an, I as usual will dissent um, right I from you guys and and say I mean why why do any of these companies do anything
1: money 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 yeah.
3: exactly they they saw an opportunity they knew they were on top they did everything they did wasn't to piss off consumers it was to make money and if you look at the p s four they didn't do all that to um okay yeah, they did it to to appease the fans, but that's also business sale. I mean they did that because they had to
2: yeah but how how did Microsoft legitimately expect they were going to make money by doing all that
3: because of the way they they were uh, capitalizing on digital, and they they were i think they were anticipating more of the future more for the future rather than I of, heard know, what's going on right now
1: during E3, uh, Michael Pachter did a lot of the analysis from all the the um, from all the announcements and stuff. And he said the same thing. He said that the Xbox one was not designed for the world of 2013, but more for the world of, like 2015. I don't want to be a part of that world. Right. Well, I, I think a lot of people don't. But, but the, like all the all the TV stuff, um, that's more built for the future. Like, not now, but for years from now. And and one of the things he said that he thinks they're going to do is you're going to get, uh, or I don't know if this is still a possibility, but they're going to, you know, like, if you get cable, they're going to give you, like, an Xbox One because really a lot of the features for the Xbox One are synonymous with with a cable package so you're gonna get like a or if you buy an xbox you get discounted cable just and and bundle those services together that was one of the things he thought was going to happen i don't know if that's going to happen now i think a lot of the tv stuff is still going to all be on there right Yeah,
0: yeah
3: so
1: that's something that could still happen but he saw that as as being like almost the the evolution of you know you know xbox and and cable companies
3: like coming together it's the all-in-one yeah the all-in-one entertainment right you know the control of your living room kind of kind of thing right which and, we go ahead Corey. which a lot of people you're right eric a lot of people particularly hardcore gamers that's not what they're looking for right now mm-hmm. um but again like this this box i don't feel like was just for gamers definitely um, not playstation targeted that hardcore group um because they knew they had to and they know how vocal that group is and uh i mean really uh what am i trying to say they 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 were so into what the fans wanted that the outcry and backlash against Xbox 1 because Sony was giving them everything they wanted was enough for Xbox to to renege on just about everything mm-hmm. um Do you guys want me to talk about, not necessarily why I'm going to sign up day one for an Xbox, but why I'm not totally opposed to it? Yeah. Um, Yeah, So, yeah, we already talked about it a little bit, but the policy reversals is one of them. Basically everything that upset us when they did the announcement. Uh, Used games in DRM, gone. Mm -hmm. You know, all those issues with that. The always online internet connection is gone. Uh, The self-publishing policy for indies, that's no more. Um, Indies can self-publish. Granted, there is going to be some fine print, but there's also going to be that fine print with PlayStation. You know, it's not totally wide open. Right. Uh, the connect requirement is also gone. Uh, and also the whole headset thing. Now they're shipping with a headset where they weren't before. Um, I don't know about the quality, but we know for a fact that the Sony headset isn't anything special. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, exclusives, I'm going to want to play Halo. You know, yeah. I. I'm not saying I would buy the system just for Halo, but you know, at some point, I'm gonna to want to play the new Halo when it comes out. I was really into Killer Instinct. Um, I feel like I owe that to 1997 me mm-hmm. to to play the new Killer Instinct. Um, Titanfall, granted, I think we discovered it's coming out on a PC, right?
4: Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah, but also, also Xbox and uh, Illuma Room. Come on, guys. Yeah, just a little Illuma Room.
1: Is that even? I'm sure that's still a thing kicking around. I'm sure it's still. Oh a thing.
3: yeah, it's got to be a thing. Uh, also, one of the things I talked about when we did our crazy predictions um, for this year, and I don't remember when we what it was for, but uh, the potential of the Connect, which I'm I'm happy one of the policy, or maybe they will, you know, go back on this one, but I'm actually kind of happy one of the policies they aren't doing away with is shipping with the Connect um, because I feel like there is a lot of potential there, and it's just a matter of getting it in the hands of enough people where it's worthwhile for a developer to a creative developer to take the time they need to make a good game for the mm-hmm. Kinect. Yeah. Um, if everybody who buys an Xbox One is forced to get a Connect with it, granted, I know a lot of people don't want to, um, and even if they drop that for the 100 bucks to make it $400, I don't think that's a good idea because I do feel like there's a lot of potential there. And if everybody who has to get an Xbox One gets one with a the Kinect, there's going to be a huge Kinect install base. All it takes is that one awesome game on Kinect for people to be like, all right, there's something to this connected. It hasn't happened yet. I'm not saying it's definitely going to, but there is a potential for that to happen.
1: Yeah. I agree with you actually a hundred percent on that, that I, 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 I probably will end up getting one now that the connect is not required. Uh, but it, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I think that, that it should come bundled with the system because at the very least, like at least they could try to change things with that, you know, like, like you said, if, if everyone buys one and it comes with it, there then it, it's at least there. And, and you know that everyone that has an Xbox One also has a Kinect. Which Whether, is more
3: enticing to developers exactly. that are just looking to get their game out on the most devices possible.
1: Exactly. And I think you're right. I think eventually someone will come out with a game that works really well with the Kinect. Um, even if it's not a full-on Kinect, if it just has Kinect side features or whatever. But, the, but that really u- utilize that. I think that can be a very good thing for it. Um, I will probably get an Xbox at some point. Now that you can connect or disconnect the Connect if you don't need it, um, if you just unplug it, it's you know it can't record or or listen listen to you.
3: Listen to me. Yeah. So. Um. And just yeah, just running briefly running down the features of of the Connect. Uh, the motion tracking, 1080p resolution, infrared sensing, skeletal recognition, uh, heart rate detection, and voice controls, all for up to six people in the room. Which I mean, if we're talking crazy multiplayer games, there's got to be something somebody can come up with for yeah. six people standing yeah. in front of the Kinect acting like idiots. Yep. Sounds like a good drunken time to me. Um, again, this is all potential. Um, also, the cloud support thing, which is kind of a big deal in my opinion. Not many people are, you know, really talking about it, but it it does add another interesting layer um, to the Xbox One, in in uh, particularly in terms of processing power. It it's it's an It's a way to outsource processing, and yes the the p s four is more powerful than the Xbox, um, but with this added you know cloud support, the Xbox can push processing power to your xbox essentially mm-hmm. um, and I feel like you know again, it's another thing it's just potential. who knows what they're going to do with it, um, but that potential exists, and to me that's kind of exciting well, they talked it's just like sorry, go ahead
1: no that's fine they they talked about fours of five with the offloading. Uh, to the cloud of the the ai you know and, yeah. and building all that from the cloud and that's a very at the very least an interesting um you know kind of precursor to what what it'll be capable of
3: where the limit is only your bandwidth right you know for what they can push back to you which it, it, essentially on their side they, <laughs> an infinite amount of processing power when... and the only limit is your bandwidth which they can push back to you
1: well not i mean that's n- not if you have time warner
3: i mean <laughs> let's be real here <laughs> so eh. nothing right so for, uh, are you
2: getting one on day one
3: no probably not but you know it, it depends on again it depends on how all these things play out um another thing is smart glass which i feel like there's another opportunity there um you know ideally the ps4 will have that vita functionality that will make it like a smart glass kind of thing so you know that both of them kind of have that and of course the wii with the gamepad so um that's just keeping up with the joneses there in my opinion um, something I don't care about at all, but I know a lot of people do is their gamer score, you know, like that's, that's your gaming legacy is, yeah. is tied to that number. And I feel like a lot of people aren't going to be, aren't going to want to let that go. I always um, like
1: that. I know because
3: of the policies, a lot more people are likely to let it go than would have originally. But, uh, I feel like, you know, there's, there's a good number of people out there that would be, that would be tied to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so yeah, I mean it's it and it just goes back to that whole idea of like why why does I'm not bitter because why does any company do anything? It's because they feel like they can make money by doing it. And in the PS4 is it's just like they they their whole shtick was gamer friendly because they had to be. They had to compete with the Xbox. So that doesn't, um, they whether the they had to or not,
2: Corey, it's great that they did. And I honestly listening to you makes me never want to get an Xbox. Really? Yes.
4: Really?
3: Yeah.
2: I just have such an issue with the shit they tried to pull, and, like, I hate that Corey is all of a sudden like, well, you know, I I like what they did here. I I could see why you like what they did. I know that we bitched because they did that stuff, so it would make sense to be cool with it since they reversed everything, but I'm just not. Mm -hmm. I just think it's such bullshit.
3: It's the gamer rage.
2: Maybe. I wish (laughs) you had
1: it. They are uh, an outspoken bunch, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean my whole main I didn't like the the always online thing that was that was bad, or the 24 hour check in or whatever. That's what deterred the, me. The used games thing I, I didn't like that either but I I really don't buy used games so that didn't matter as, as much to me. Really, the the connect, whole,
4: and the connect didn't bother me. The, that
1: that was my main issue was was the always on connect thing with with the spying whether or not they were actually going to do it is beside the point it's, mm-hmm. it, they could if they wanted to you know and and that, that was my main thing. So when that got reversed, that, that, I, I'm not a hundred percent going to get one, but it's, it's a possibility at this point that yeah. I'll get one maybe next year at this time, you know? Yeah. I'm probably going to get, I'm going to get one at
4: some point, but you know, a year or two.
1: Mine's still just maybe, but yeah. I, you know, I, PS4 built up a lot of good faith and you know, I'm, I'm sticking with them at least for now.
3: All right. I mean, they got, they got, you know, everybody's pre-order.
1: Well, they, yeah, they swapped it all of us that's for sure so yeah i really want to play rise that's one of the reasons i, see I know it's, game I, awesome. I know it's supposed to be like a qte heavy game but it's set in the roman empire
4: oh, yeah the setting cool. looks so cool i also want to play dead rising a little bit yeah
1: but we'll see we'll see as the time comes Corey, i kind of hope time will you, tell i kind of hope you get one day one just so we can cover it
3: i i mean i'm probably i'm probably not i mean it depends if if there's this cool game that's only on xbox one that everybody's playing and talking about it might deter me a little bit quicker um to pick one up but Uh you know i've got a pc i'll have a ps4 day one yeah you
4: know it's
3: gonna take it's gonna take one of those big potential things that i talked about to to just
4: you know get me to buy one right xbox one bundle no connect
1: oops no we decided that the no connect bundle is a bad idea
4: Oh, did we? I'm sorry, I zoned out. That's
1: fine. <laughs> okay. Anything else anyone wants to chip in? Xbox? No. Uh oh, Dave went on to say, as far as I'm concerned, the wheels have come off the Xbox wagon. I think I'm going to stick with my PS4 pre-order and see what else becomes of the Xbox One from a safe distance. I'm, I think I'm with Dave. I, on I think that. we're all kind of in agreement there. Um, yeah. We're we're at we're at the wait and see point. So. Corey's, I think, the closest one of of all of us to getting one. Right?
3: Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things. It's, I mean, corporations aren't people. You know, they're going to do whatever they need to do to make money. Yeah. And gamers got what they wanted where they were so pissed off at the Xbox One and they took it all away and they're still mad. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know.
1: No, yeah, Yeah. you're you're right. One of
3: those those
1: things. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, one of us should
4: get it because we
1: yeah have it should a, be you <laughs> have a video game podcast and we probably should talk about
4: it but, but we're also a consumer podcast yeah i know that's true so <laughs> and that, the
2: consumer should buy the ps4 because they did what they should have done right 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 okay uh any other round tables
1: say so, i didn't have i didn't no, i'm I, pissed I, off i was not i was not prepared with a round table I'm, i just
2: assumed we would talk a lot about that yeah so.
1: okay Corey, did you have any other roundtables you want to talk about?
2: Uh,
3: I don't think so.
1: Do we want to kind of lay the groundwork for the games that we're gonna be gonna be getting in the fall to give the listeners an idea of where we're where our heads are at for games we're gonna buy? Boy, I don't even know. Okay, I think I have a pretty good idea. I made a list. Okay, I have no idea. Let me call up my list real quick. We'll probably be talking about this a little more when we do our fall games preview, but
4: it changes like weekly. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, Mine kind of does too. So
1: i'm pretty pretty well set on what i'm gonna buy um there's a few in there that don't have like release dates yet so i don't know uh obviously next week it's saints row 4 possibility of xcom the beer or the bureau xcom declassified that's what it's called right yeah that's a that's a maybe at this point i'm not really sure about that one uh moving into september i'm getting rayman legends which is coming out on the third for the wii u and then the 15th, I'm getting the Wonderful 101 for the Wii U. What is that September. about? It's, it's almost like a Pikmin-esque game. Okay. It's kind of like a, an action superhero type of game, game where you okay. control massive amount of superheroes. Uh, October, Wind Waker HD, I don't think that has a release date, but that's supposed to come out in October. That'll be a buy for me for the Wii U, obviously. And then November, for, for the PlayStation launch, I'm getting Watch Dogs and Killzone Shadowfall. Definite. There's a possibility of Battlefield, possibility of a few other titles. Um, but not if it's going to cost 80 bucks. If it. EA pulls that, I'm not buying it. There's no way.
4: Yeah, that... Well, know. you better fucking get it. Well, it's my bundle, so I have to get it. <laughs> oh, good. Right. But if it was standalone, I probably wouldn't. Really? Yeah, probably wouldn't. Uh, all right. The whole 80, 86 thing, 80 bucks thing, I just don't like that
1: yeah. at all. Uh, and then the other other game that's coming out that I know I'm going to get is South Park, which is coming out sometime this fall. I've seen November, but I'm not really sure yet. So that's what I'm getting definitely. So, as you can see, it's a little light. There's not a lot of games on there, which will be good because I can play some of my
2: backlog. Yeah? Yeah. That so. is good.
1: What do you got, Eric? What are you getting?
2: Um, I think definites mm-hmm. I'm going to get GTA 5. Okay, that's that, good. One of us needs yeah, to play it. I decided it should be me. Yeah. I always talk myself into <laughs> it, and it does look good. Yeah. It definitely does look good. Um uh, Batman Arkham Origins. I'm not going in order because I don't know the order. Okay. Um Beyond Two Souls. That might be it before the new console releases. Really I'm de- waiting and seeing on Splinter Cell okay. next week. That's a possibility. Leaning towards no unless it gets great reviews. Right. Um, And then for PS4 launch, I pre-ordered Killzone, Battlefield 4, and Watch Dogs, and hopefully FIFA. If FIFA is not a day one release and is is next year, like I heard, then I'm going to get that for 360. Okay. And then for PS4 when it comes out. Right. But... I hope that doesn't happen. Right, <laughs> we'll see. That would suck. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm looking at right now. Okay. I feel like I'm forgetting one, but I don't. I can't think of what it was. I don't know. All right.
1: Will, do you know what you're gonna get? Not a clue. Not a clue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Corey.
3: Uh, Saints Row. Saints Row. Payday. Payday. Two. Probably Rayman Legends.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh. Assassin's Creed. Again.
1: <laughs> yeah. That oh, yeah. are when's getting, when's
3: Assassin's Creed?
1: That's right around when the new systems come out. Okay. November. So are you gonna get that PS four, right? Yeah. Okay.
3: Probably. I mean it depends yeah. Maybe PC. Depends on when it comes out. Right.
2: Who's getting C O D? Um, Somebody's
3: got to. Oh yeah. You and Will.
4: I'm not getting it. You guys use. you guys are gonna yeah. get Call of Duty.
3: I'm, You're saying the same I, already thing dropped 700. The
4: other I already one. spent seven hundred dollars on a new console. I'm I'll not get gonna it. get a game that I do get wanna it. play.
2: Put it all on my shoulders, Will. I'll get it.
4: Make cory get it. No,
2: I'll fucking get it. Make
0: cory get it. You know I'm gonna get it. I will it. never get that. <laughs> Make cory get it. You know,
2: the only reason I say one of us needs to get it is if you go back and look at our downloads, that is still it's one of the top One ones. of our top downloaded episodes. So we
4: title an episode then. Play something <laughs> different. I think it's third.
2: Yeah. I, I feel like somebody must get it, and it's gotta have, it has to be me, I guess.
4: I'm refusing to I'll get it. I'll
2: take the I'm bullet.
1: Getting if it. someone else buys it, I'll play it, the campaign. I'm not going to play <laughs> online. But that That's about all the love I'll give Call of Duty. I want to play yeah. the campaign. But if the dog gets shot, I'm going to be pissed the dog, off. Yeah, if the, the dog, dog's going to
2: die. If the dog dies, I'll be furious. The dog yeah. dies in the end. I'm going to
3: hate hate it for the rest of my life. That, that will always be happens. My... If they give you a dog at the beginning of the game, it's it, going to die by the end that of the game. It, it didn't is... happen
2: in Fable. That will be my last straw with Call of Duty.
4: I, I thought it did happen in Fable. Yeah, it did happen in Fable.
2: Yeah, but you could bring it back.
4: through DLC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I'm sorry to get off on the COD tangent there. It's fine. Hey, no worries. We, we, needed, we needed to ha- hash that out. We did need to hash that It looks like I'm getting it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
2: Uh, Corey, do you have any other games you're getting?
3: Uh, I'm sure there's a few more in there. I can't think of them right now.
2: I I would pepper some indie games in there.
3: that
1: oh, yeah. I don't know about yet. Yep. So. Yeah. W- w- did Wasteland 2 get pushed back to next year? The beta's uh, coming out in the fall. I, I think. think
4: the beta's coming out in October when the game was supposed to come out. After that, it doesn't say. Yeah, it's probably next early
1: oh, next year.
2: I'm probably gonna get Payday. Payday. Oh,
3: Watch Dogs. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Jake has a question. What's up? Uh, Witcher 3 countdown clock. On their website? Any oh. idea what you might think it's for? Uh, he says it's for a few days. I don't know if there's going to be more of a re- release trailer or maybe a release date. I don't know. It's making me sal-
1: salivate, though.
2: I can see. I'm going to check it out. I, okay. I, I heard about it. I didn't look at it.
1: That's, I, th- th- I think that's supposed to come out this fall. I'm almost. I'm almost positive. Well, that would
2: be another buy right there, huh? Yeah. Don't do that. That
1: would be. It would be a toss-up for me though between PC and PlayStation Four with that one. PS4.
2: PS4, Dan. Well, the
1: thing is, there's supposed to be stuff if you have a Witcher save on your computer. Oh, Oh. gotcha. So, which I will at that point.
4: Dan, look at how it looks on the PS4. it'll probably look about the
1: same on my computer.
2: Worse on a computer.
4: Well, PS4 is that more powerful than your computer? Uh, Uh, eh. More powerful than mine,
1: well, you, you just need a new video card.
4: I don't want to take that plunge yet, yeah, I don't know how to do any of that. So. It's easy.
2: <laughs> it's what your big bros for, yep.
1: yeah I don't,
4: I don't
2: see a countdown on here. Am I looking at the wrong thing? I don't know
1: that's a definite buy if that is in indeed coming out this year, that's a definite buy, yeah, I think it's supposed to well,
2: i, M- I want... else has his money on a release date. oh okay, that'll be good i don't I'm not seeing the it, it's good to know. They need to do a better
1: job of letting us know when these things are coming out Dude, because, so we can kidding. plan out our purchases. I legitimately want up.
2: to take almost a week off when the PS4 comes out, but I need to know when it is. Yeah. Because our schedule's written like three weeks ahead of time now.
1: Right. So you need to know. You need to take that time off before someone else takes exactly. that time
2: off. That's the problem. Okay. He said countdown ends, oh, Tomorrow.
1: Wow. at 11 so pacific we'll, we'll get a surprise tomorrow then hey. 11 pacific that's what two here two okay well that's all i've got
3: yeah I'm done. anybody yeah, else same that's all i got it's well, good to finish before 11 huh yeah that's weird huh i know it now we can have lives for an hour before bed
1: well <laughs> i don't have to work tomorrow so i'm gonna be up for a little while same here so okay um yeah That'll do it for episode 108 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.